KCLR Live Sport The Leinster GAA Senior Football Championship Round 1 Wicklow versus Carlow With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles and macadam DanMorrisseyandCo.com yeah, thanks very much, Martin. You're very welcome to picturesque Ockram in County Wicklow for this afternoon's preliminary qualifier in the Leinster Senior Football Championship. Two teams that know enough about one another. Of course, Wicklow promoted, and congratulations to them from the Alliance National Football League Division 4, played in the league final last weekend at Croke Park, but did have a draw in round one of the Alliance League, which Bernard and Willie and uh, our own Robbie Dowling were in Netwatch Cullen Park a couple of weeks ago. Never much separates the sides of Wicklow and Carlow. Since 1981, there's been nine games between both counties, Carlow have the upper hand by five wins to four, and Willie Quinlan you were on one of those wins, maybe two but the one strikes my mind is way back in 1996 it's never an easy place to win here in Ockram, however, that day Carlow beat Wicklow in Dr Cullen Park at the time now Netwatch Cullen Park, but there's a big crowd coming in here Wicklow will fancy their chances but you're happy enough, there's no changes on the Carlow team Wicklow have made two late changes. Yeah, Wicklow have made, made two, I suppose, from last weekend uh, tough game they had against uh, Sligo in the league final, ended up losing by I think it was three points in the end, so we're just talking, you know, off air there. Could that could be in their legs from from last weekend? They had a tough match, or else it could bring them on to the to the next level. You know, games really bring you to the next level. Carlo haven't had a game since their their last game in, in the league, but it's always very close. It'll be a tight game, and hopefully the the weather can stay dry and it makes for a, a exciting game of football here, Brendan. Okay, Willie Bernard, welcome to the coverage. Uh, it's looking like we're going to have a drop around. Willie's hoping it remains dry. We might get through the worst of it. Uh, Throw in half past two, of course, but uh, ideal up to the wind blowing it out. It is going to be a little bit blustery. It's going to might get a little bit greasy. However, we're here in the championship, we're up and running. Yeah, look, there's a great crowd coming in there, Brennan. There is a strong breeze going across the field, so it might uh, affect the forwards, definitely. But look, it's, there's very little between these teams over the years. We're looking for, forward to a tremendous game, and the crowds are coming into the gate there. It's great to see, Brennan. How do you see it going, Bernard? Yeah, hopefully, as a car, man, I hope we get the win. Um, you know, momentum is with Wicklow at the moment. They've done very well getting promoted um, out of Division 4. You know, we played them with 14 men for the second half almost, and Dr. Cullen, we got a draw over 210 apiece. The interesting thing that day for me was we got 31 shots off. Uh, they only got 19, so we defended very well. And I suppose we spoke over the last few months here about our discipline in the back line. If we can keep our discipline fairly good and push up on them, I think, on their kickouts, the 150% of the kickouts from the 21-yard line that day against us, I think we're in with a great chance. OK, and Willie, Bernard has said it there, discipline is a big thing. I know we've had a problem in the early days in the league. OK, modern-day refereeing suggested lads won't get away with a whole lot uh, anymore. But uh, today, if Carlo mean business in Wicklow, I mean, talking to some of the former Carlo players over the years, very few Carlo players have come down and won a match here in Ockham. Very few Carlo teams have won here. It's never easy, but it's certainly harder if you don't have 15 on the field at the end of the game. Yeah, we have been, I suppose... Over the, the games, we've seen a lot of <coughs> black cards and one or two, uh, you know, yellows and second yellows ended up in reds, and that has been a big problem for Carlo during, during the league because when you go down to 14 at this level, it's so difficult um, to create a, an extra man against you. They, they can drop their man back, you know, but Carlo need to be, have to be full discipline and keep everyone on the field. Also, if they can put pressure on Mark Jackson in the goal, he's two kickouts that ended up in two goals. One that he actually he dropped one that came back to Jordan Morrissey and Morrissey you know, slotted in beside him in the league and then was a kick-out gave straight to a Carloman that ended up in a goal as well. So if we can put pressure on their kick-out and, and you know, force him to kick it to the middle if, if he does go short, if we can turn over a ball in there. I think the big thing today, if we don't score goals, we're going to be in huge pressure. Our, our 
average has been 13, 14 points. We need to be scoring 214, 215 to win any championship game. And if we can do that today, we have a big chance, but certainly not going to be easy. Uh, Wicklow have the experience of a league final and uh, they'll certainly be looking to push forward. I suppose their big thing is having Ushin, Ushin McConville, the man that's experienced uh, winning All-Irelands, and he's been there and he's done that. And uh, he's a big, big say for them on the, on the sideline, being manager, his first managerial job. Uh, but it's not going to be easy but looking forward to a really good game here Brendan yeah well he was on the sideline in um, Armagh yesterday Ron O'Shane Langan was on commentary for the BBC there yesterday William Bernard are with us today we're not too far from the throw-in here in uh, Ockram uh, we have about 10 minutes to go to the throw-in but uh, Willie just in relation to the Carlo team um, Jordan Morrissey is named at number 6 but something tells me he'll probably play in the middle of the park with Mark Fury who's named in the middle of the park to go back to the centre half back as both you and Bernard during the league were speaking about Dara Foley has done his fair share of scoring for Carla from dead ball situations from open play he'd be expecting a big game from Colm Hulton today he's got great potential Ross Dunphy uh, Josh Moore wing half forward Shane Clark but Morrissey coming forward always has that great threat and I think it'd be a little bit easier from coming from the middle more so than from the half back yeah I, I think what's going to happen Mark Fury will drop will drop in centre back but also Kieran Moore will drop in be- between uh, Mikey Bambrick and Jordan Morrissey to, cre- to create um, that little bit uh, an extra defender he has been doing it all year and very effectively he picks up a lot of ball but you'll like to see Morrissey driving forward he's a man that can score he can break a tackle and if he can do that and you know bring one or two forwards into it there's a, a big chance of a goal threat so uh, really looking forward to seeing you know him getting out to the middle of the field that's the talk anyway that Fury will go centre back and Jordan Morrissey will go middle of the field Brendan yeah we'd love a good full back line here Bernard Owen Murta <coughs> Paul McLaughlin and uh, Malachy Stone and those three lads Mark Jackson in the goal orchestrates everything that happens back there so they've made two late changes 17 is in Aaron Murphy Aaron comes in at top of the left in place of 15 Owen Darcy and 21 Zach Cullen comes in for Keno Sullivan at top of the right so they've made two changes in their full forward line but the Carlow full forward line Dunphy, Dara Foley and Colm Hulton they have a potent attack they're good they're, they're excellent get the ball into them but likewise Mikey Bambrick Liam Roberts and Shane Boogie and the three of those players I've just mentioned have had a good league campaign they've defended very well and they carry some great ball because Carlow moved the ball very well so you know we could be in for a good open game but we need plenty of scores as Willie said I mean 14 points is not going to win here today We've often spoke about it um, over the last couple of matches. The pace we have, which is one of our strengths in, in the Carlo team. Liam Roberts below in um, Wexford, in fairness, he's probably one up again, one of the best forwards in the country. And Ben Brosnan, he never, you know, he done a great job on him. He, he nullified him in fairness. But so we have plenty of pace. We believe in ourselves. Colin Hutton up front on his day. Ross Dunphy, you know, they're as good as anyone around. But they need to really. This is a championship, and this is where you have to stick your chest out and be counted for. In fairness, so hopefully today these lads will show up and um, they'll give Carlo that chance. Interesting. Um, Owen Murta played full back all year for Wicklow he's gone in as number two today so I think because we'd be playing a sweeper to be pushing Owen Murta up he did sneak up in Dr Cullen that day and he got a goal um, the whole way through the centre he came up and no one tagged him and he got a great goal that day and he's had a popping a few scores for Wicklow during the year so I'd say Owen Murta will be probably giving a free roll for Wicklow around um, the middle third and it'll be interesting to see how that fares out Will he big day for Conor Dyle he's gained great experience over the last few years he's proven to be a terrific player and uh, it looks like he's in the middle of the park beside Jordan today so it's a big day for the young Rad Philly man likewise I mentioned Josh Moore they're two quality players and again go back to the corner back position Shane Boogie he's been steady but uh, for Conor in the middle of the park he's another one of these players can catch the ball he can move with it he can give and go and he's quite capable of taking a score as well so it's a big day for Connor also yeah good pair of hands very loose of a young guy as well about the same age as, as Morrissey they would have been on the underage teams together so it's been great to see the two of them playing together he's full of running he can get up and down the field very fit picked up an injury early on in the year that kind of slowed him down he missed one or two matches but really looking forward to him driving forward because he can score as well so it'd be nice to see 
uh, Morrissey and himself pushing forward, getting the scores, because if they can get early scores and put Wicklow under pressure early, you know, it can really test maybe their, their legs in the, in the early stages of it after a, a tough uh, league final last weekend against Ligo. So it's about, all about you know, really getting every, every chance we can that, that they can take it, getting the scores. But I definitely think we need one or two goals here to win this game. Your good friend Johnny Nevin holds the record, I think, as all-time appearances with Carlos Senior Footballers. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Dara Foley is on today 150. It's a fair milestone for the Kilbride man and for the Carlo captain, and congratulations to him. Yeah, it's some achievement, uh, 150 games, especially when you think, Brendan, uh, with the, you know, Carlo, a so-called weaker county, that wouldn't be advancing further in, you know, in the All-Ireland series or in, even into the Leinster. So to pick up 150 caps uh, for your county, such as Carlo, is incredible. And, uh, you know, he's a great attitude... I, the only thing I'd say today, we're after being relying on Dara for the last uh, couple of years with his freeze and, and everything. He picks up seven or eight frees and one or two in every game. So we need just somebody else to stand up and maybe kick three or four points to take the pressure off him. But outstanding, 150 games is brilliant. Certainly is. And Bernard, a great weekend for the county. I mean, the Camogie girls had a terrific win in Derby yesterday, winning the, uh, the Camogie Division 3, which was tremendous for Carla defeating Armagh by a point. And, and Tom Mullally's hurlers, the Carla hurlers, unbelievable yesterday. I know it's only round one of the John Mack, but Kildare were one of the favourites in the John Mack and Carla put them to bed very early in that watch Cullen Park so great start uh, so a little bit of momentum the girls winning yesterday the hurlers winning yesterday the footballers turn around and look over their shoulders and say well hold on now if the girls can go up to Loud and win a match against Armagh and the boys be Kildare who were fancied uh, why can't we go to Ockham and win would, would you buy into that yeah yeah look in fairness we spoke about before there you know from the shoulders down were as good as anyone in the country you know fitness wise physique wise physicality has really come, come on uh, the team the strength and conditioning they're doing the last couple of years so they're really gathering momentum that way but sometimes we lack a bit of belief we lack what we're about um, over the years I don't know what it is or why it is but you know from the head up we just need to have a little bit more confidence in ourselves believe in ourselves I think we're as good as anyone especially in Division 4 when we see some of the other teams the way they progress during the year and you know as a Carla man you'd love more than to see this group of players just getting a result here today and pushing on to the next round Yeah, Big game for the brothers I know we three sets of brothers in Wexford two weeks ago Johnny Fury doesn't start in the goal tonight but Mark Fury starts at centre half back but for Shawnee Bambrick and Mikey Bambrick of Old Lachlan and Jamie Clark and Shane Clark of Bagnestown Willie these fellas can move they can carry the ball they can do a lot of things right um, but they have to get everything right today you won't get a second chance as you know as an experienced player in Championship football, but all great men. Yeah, great, great pace and power about them. They love, you know, they love that tackle. They love carrying the ball forward. The one thing about it, they get into great areas, but you wouldn't say prolific scorers but Mikey has got up the field a number of times and has a, a number of goal chances, but hasn't taken them. So hopefully they can take one or two goal chances today. Here. Yeah, we just were uh, talking there to Jared uh, Dyle that came in over shoulder. We're just checking things. There's no late changes on the Carlo team. So there's a, a promo ready to go back at base. We'll take that and we'll be back for the national anthems here in Ockram. Martin Bridgman is looking after our Carlo frequency. Meanwhile, on the Kilkenny stream on the app, you'll hear Michael Adrian uh, down from Parky, Cueve, Limerick, and Kilkenny. We're on the Carlo frequency here from Ockram. Throw in is at half past two. And the rain is still holding off, thank God. There's just one more change when it's on the bench for Wicklow. Uh, Dara Fitzgerald is not part of the panel. We've just been informed. And number 12, if introduced, will be Jack Gilligan. So that's the story there. Our match referee today is Barry Tiernan from Dublin. We did see Barry during the Alliance National Football League in uh, Carlow, and we've uh, recently met him elsewhere on his travel. So we wish him and his officials all the very best. The linesman there, Paul Falloon from County Down. He's also the standby referee. Finton Pierce of Offaly is on the line, and the sideline official is Andrew Smith from Meter. Umpires here in Ockhamer, Colin Smith, Ian Howley, John O'Brien, and Michael Blanton. Barry Tiernan, well, he comes from a famous Dublin club, O'Dwyer's in 
Val Brigand. That's where the famous John O'Leary, the goalkeeper, came from. And he first joined the Intercounty panel in 2017. And today's fixture is his first in the Leinster Senior Football Championship. So he's relatively new uh, in the refereeing, but he has done a few matches in the league and schools and colleges games also. So we wish him well. It's a big day for him, Willie, because there's a bit of pressure on all these referees at the moment as well. They're under the spotlight, I suppose. And, you know, they won't get everything right, but in fairness, they try. No, it's difficult, I suppose, to get every night in the day. It's, it's grand looking back on, on video or on, you know, on your television that evening, sitting in your armchair and, and telling the referee got this wrong or that wrong. And so Brighton weren't happy last night. Yeah, yeah, I suppose <laughs> a couple of mistakes. They had a couple of goals dis- disallowed, but they can only do their best. They're only human and they depend on the, the, their team as really their umpires and their linesmen. So hopefully they can get everything right today. OK, well, you know, people value your opinion in Carlo. You're a legend of radio for the last 27 years. So what way do you see this match going? I just think that Wicklow have that little bit of an edge, especially coming to Ockram, and I think there'll be three or four points in it at the end of the day. Bernard? I'm Carlo out the door. Yeah, <laughs> Carlo all the way. Um, I suppose Willie's right. Look, the momentum is with Wicklow at the moment. The bookies are backing him. I think it was 8-1 to one this morning for a draw, but um, no, hopefully Carlo and the fact they were out last weekend against Sligo there, so hopefully, please God, Carlo will get a win here. Gets ready and both teams head to the direction they're playing. I'm not quite sure who won the toss, Willie, but it looks like Carlo are playing into the dressing room end here, the town end of Ockham as Dara Foley makes his way down the field and uh, players uh, shaking hands with one another in the middle. So Morrissey goes straight to the middle as we He's gone to the middle, yeah, yeah, he's in the middle with Conor Doyle, so that is confirmed there and we're ready to get proceedings on their way here in Ockram. Here we go. Up they go. Carlo breaks the ball and Conor Dyle breaks the first one and a push from the Wicklow man gives a free to Carlo and they're going to take it quickly. Conor Dyle pumps it in but it's kicked directly towards the Wicklow man. It'll be tidied up by Owen Murta. I'll give you both lineups in a moment. Murta plays it out under the stand on that far side. So Wicklow come forward. Mark Kenny, man from Ballymanus, crossed to the middle of the park. Dean Healy from St. Patrick's in Wicklow Town. Here's Dean looking downfield, toes a nice one into the corner. Lovely ball just didn't stick. Carlo will tidy it up. Back goes. Shawnee Bambrick, man from Old Lachlan, gets it to Jordan Morrissey. Morrissey, lovely ball, right over to the far side of the park. That's Dara Foley, the full forward in the middle of the park. The runner is Connor Dial. Dial runs well. Carla moving well. Ross Dunphy outside the 45, looking for options. Turns back. They're going to hold up play here now, Carlo. And just get the runners coming back in across the halfway line and move it slowly. Mark Fury with the hand pass. That's uh, Shawnee Bambrick. From Old Lachlan, he's indicating for someone to go. It's a little pedestrian, Willie, but it's all about keep ball. Yeah, lots of men behind the ball. Carlo done really well to, to win a free there. I think Conor Dyle took it a little bit early because there was nobody inside. Ross Dunphy was in on his own with two men, but it, it is slow pedestrian, but they're going to have to be patient, hold on to the ball and try and get the runners off it, maybe try and create a free. This man is brilliant. Johnny Bambrick, he's on a great run and he finds Dunphy. Dunphy. First score could be on the way. That's Ross Dunphy, score. it's a brilliant, brilliant score. score. It was patience for Carlo. It was brilliant play by Bambrick and he found Dunphy inside and the young man from the Aero Club sticks the first point over the bar early days yet in Ockram I know we started a minute or two late but he took that very well Bernard it was a lovely move yeah it's fantastic in fairness there they were very patient on their own 45 Carlo going forward um, Carlo had three men on the inside they left plenty of space for Dunphy to run into and he popped it over from the edge of the a fantastic score uh, Bambrick did really well Willie didn't he yeah he's so much pace and, and that's the one thing Wicklow are lacking around the middle is that pace and if he can get to the next line and beat the beat the tackle and find the likes of Dunphy and uh, Dara Foley inside we can get scores here so good start for Carlo one point to Carlo no score to Wicklow early days yet Willie Quinlan Bernard Horan commentary with us with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Cohen a league of their own here go Wicklow looking for their first score ball down in the left corner forward position the hand pass back out towards the 45 to the man wearing 17 17 is Aaron Murphy from Bray Emmett's but Carlo filed that one and the referee sees a challenge from 
Wicklow that he wasn't happy with it's going to be a free out Carolina with Kieran Cunningham of Bagnallstown Gales in goal full back line Shane Boogie Mikey Bambrick and Liam Roberts half back line Shawnee Bambrick Jordan Morrissey and Jamie Clark middle of the park Mark Fury Connor Dyle there is a positional switch there at the moment Josh Moore Kieran Moore and Shane Clark in the middle in the half forward line with Ross Dunphy Dara Foley the captain and Colm Holton Airog in that full forward line here come Carlo Connor Dyle of Radville give you the Wicklow line up in a minute back to Shawnee Bambrick did really well in making that first point for Carlo Carlo leading one point to the good if you've just joined us back towards the middle of the park Dyle is having a prominent start to this game gets it back to Dunphy he won't chance one from there Wicklow closed them down play it back out towards the 45 Clark, Jamie this time, treads it back in field to his brother Shane, two Bagnastown men linking well together and Carlos string it out here to Colm Hulton. Colm Hulton oh, scores great score. a great score from Colm Hulton. That is a class score from Colm Hulton. Carlo, two points to the good and he kicked it into the teeth of the breeze. If you look at the Wicklow, Carlo on tricolour flag over there, Bernard, they're blowing very, very strongly. That was He drilled that. That was a terrific finish. Yeah, look, that's one of the best scores you'd see around in any grounds in Ireland, in fairness. He's well capable of doing this, Colm Hulton. And I'm delighted he's got off to a blister and start. So that's two scores for the two lads that we wanted from the start, Ross Dunphy and Colin Hulton. Certainly was. We spoke about that during the week. We need more scores, will you? Get your wish, will you? Yeah, some some very good scores. Great start for for uh, Holton and Denry. As soon as he put it onto the right foot, you could see it. he struck it right through. I suppose through the, the middle of the post it was a brilliant strike of the ball. Uh, great start for him and, and Ross Dunphy, and a great start for Carlo. They're really they're positive, Wicklow. They're positive, yeah, Wicklow are leaving a lot of space in around the full back line. Even though they're getting men back, Carlo are destroying them with their own pace. So Here's hopefully Josh they can Moore. continue. Moore has done well recycle back around to Dara Foley he goes for the long kick Garrett he's 150 in appearance but he drops it short into the arms of Mark Jackson he's in goal for Wicklow Owen Murta Paul McLaughlin Malachy Stone in the Wicklow full back line with Carol Furlong from Balding Glass Patrick O'Kane Nave Podrick and Killian McDonald at number 7 Dean Healy and Podrick O'Toole in the middle of the park Podrick is the captain we'll come back to the forwards in a minute here go Wicklow Carlo lead by 2 points but here goes Owen Murta he's come all the way from corner back down inside the 45 it comes the full forward is on it Kevin Quinn Bevo, lovely football. Kevin Quinn goes for the shot. Lovely score, Kevin score. Quinn, and a lovely piece of individual skill. He stole a little dummy there, and he struck it very well. Two points, Carlo. One point, Wicklow. That was a lovely finish by yeah, Quinn, he but just, he's a lovely player. Yeah, just showed his strength. He broke two tackles, uh, stole the dummy onto his right foot, and, and you know straight over the crossbar was a great score, and Wicklow will be looking to get him on the ball a lot more in this in this first half. Two points to one. Early days yet in Ockram. He uh, started about two minutes late, so I make it be about five minutes played here. Here come Carlo, centre-back. Jordan Morrissey playing in the middle of the park, where number six of course good printer back play by Patrick O'Keen, the St. Patrick's man for Wicklow meanwhile Morrissey has it back plays it back across field to Connor Dial. Connor Dial to Ross Dunphy looking downfield Connor Dial tells Ross Dunphy to play it back towards the man wearing eight which is Mark Fury but he decides to go on a little bit of a run and takes the return ball now Dunphy sprints down towards the 20 metre line lovely pick up from him he has support behind Wicklow just standing off and getting plenty of men behind the ball meanwhile it's with Jamie Clark for Carlo Back around the corner, he plays it again. Him and his brother. Shane runs across. Now he gets it towards Mark Fury. Big man Mark Fury. Former World Karate Champion. I told you that the night we were down in Wexford. He'd like to win a match here in Ockram today. Not worry too much about the karate or the black belts. Here come Carlo. Shawnee Bambrick. Back to the middle of the park. This is Kieran Moran. 11 is on his back, but he seems to be playing up around the middle at the moment. Patient again. Still patient from Carla Bernard. Yeah, they're very patient. They're looking up in fairness all the time to try and get the ball to the inside line. Um, and there's a great ball gone in. Clark. Clark. Doing very well. Sean well in front of the Wicklow man. Back outfield towards Shawnee Bambrick. Shawnee Bambrick of Old Lachlan. Back to Clark. Shane Clark. Now he's waiting for options. Dunphy gives him a nod down in the corner. Runs onto it. Lovely run from Dunphy. Carlo playing nice football. Two points, Carlo. One point to Wicklow. 
About seven minutes played here in the opening half. Dunphy still and Wicklow just standing off and letting Carlo play that ball. It's back out towards Josh Moore. Ravili Man switches it quickly to Jamie Clark and now he's going to hand to the far side of the park and then to come through the middle. Jordan Morrissey back out to Josh Moore. Plenty of possession for Carlo here, Willie Quinlan. Yeah, I think that's 17, 18 passes there where we're still holding on possession, so lots of patience, but it's all about working it into the scoring area you get to get that ball. And There's Holton, great, great yeah, run for Holton, he got a great, great point ball. there, a lovely ball, fed it, goal chance here, Carlo, here's the shot, let's go, stopped on, another crossbar, the keeper read it well, Mark Jackson, back out it comes though, Clark came in, he won it, referee's going to say Clark fouled the wick, law number seven, Killian McDonald, Jamie Clark was good football, patient build-up, should have got something from it though, Willie, and they didn't. Kieran Moore should have popped that one over the bar, he had, he just bet the defender onto his right foot, but he, he was too far out to have a shot for a goal keeper was you know well in the right place but Wicklow coming forward here got their own chances here yeah they have a great chance here Owen Darcy was strong gets it across to the man Willie said get him onto the ball Kevin Quinn here goes Quinn Cunningham stands in front of him full back brilliantly oh, from fantastic. Mikey Bambrick Bambrick was brilliant stuck to him like a plaster there's a push in the back and a free out Carlo it's lightened up a bit now Bernard but that young chap Kevin Quinn is good but full credit to Mikey Bambrick he was excellent there yeah look there's two lads on the inside line there Kevin Quinn and Owen Darcy in fairness two fantastic footballers the Carlo backmen have their hands full with him that was a fantastic block though and Carlo going again they're very patient on their build up but Caremore definitely on the 14 the last time should have put that over the bar he'd be disappointed by his own standards but Carlo very patient working it up there and on the Opposition's 45 knows they're attacking. Two points, Carlo. One point, Wicklow. Scores coming from Ross Dunphy and Colin Holton. Both from play. Kevin Quinn with an excellent score for Wicklow. Carlo could have had another one. Wicklow could have had one, albeit for Mikey Bambrick's defending. But Carlo have plenty of the ball in the opening 10 minutes here in Ockram as they go forward again. Shawnee Bambrick, Dara Foley out towards the 45. Back to the middle of the park, Mark Fury. Now it's with Jordan Morrissey. It's patient. It seems like they're getting a lot of time on the ball, Carlos, because Wickler are standing behind it. Yeah, Wickler are happy enough just to fall in you know, fairly deep and just pick them up when they come as far as the 45. But they are on a lot of ball, but they're going to have to make it. This man's driving forward. Can he get another chance? Here I think he's been fouled. Yeah, yeah, he's been fouled. Foley will take this free, I'd say. It's a good play by Carlos. They're holding it up, Bernard, and then they decide to have a run, and they're drawing a few frees out of Wicklow. Wicklow seem a little static at the moment. Yeah, look, we spoke about before. You have to look them in the eye, the backs, and drive at them because any backman he'll be very happy for you to recycle and turn back so at least Carlo there's a bit of urgency about them they're driving forward and hopefully Dara Foley will pop this over he's a good distance out between them um, he's about 35 metres out the wind is again him but um, it'll be interesting to see hopefully on his farm so far this year he should be able to put this over the bar he certainly should he's uh, scored many times before against Wicklow one time he's at uh, 8 points and what he scored in Netwatch Cullen Park the league he two lads were there that night but this is his first opportunity to give Carlo a 2 point lead it's 2 points to 1 here's Foley and his 150th competitive appearance for Carlo. The man from Kilbride and the captain today in Ockram sends it in and he sends it over the bar. So the three men from the full forward line now all on the score sheet. Colm Holton play, Ross Dunphy from play, Dara Foley from play and Willie Quinlan with just over 10 minutes gone and three points. It's not a bad ratio either. Yeah, good good start from what they are. They've been very patient but then somebody will decide to take a run and in fairness Wicklow you know, have been defended well but that was definitely a foul. Hand in, drag back with uh, Kieran Moore I think it was and Foley will pop them ones over the bar again. Wicklow coming forward here. Here come Wicklow. He's been strong on Murta. He may Makes a lot of moves down along the flank under the stand side over there. Gets it to Mark Kenny. Mark Kenny from Ballymanus. Famous part of Wicklow. Here he comes cutting across the 45. Feeds it to Dean Healy. Dean Healy be one of the most experienced players on this Wicklow team this afternoon. He gives the return ball back to Mark Kenny. 
Mark in turn knocks it back over to 45 on the far side. Carol Furlong. Now Wicklow playing the same style and the same pattern as Carlo. Back to the man that started it all. Owen Murta. The runner is Carol Furlong. Carol Furlong dunts one into the full forward line. Lovely take by the corner forward. Owen Darcy. He's looking to turn and make a yard. He got that yard. Carlo didn't close him down. The ball goes up into the sky. It's well, going to go to the left and wide. He got a lot of time to kick it, Willie, and Carlo really didn't close him down, but it's gone to the left and wide, and wides have been scarce. Is that Wicklow's first? Yeah, I think that's the, is probably the first wide of the game. It's the first wide of the game. Each. Yeah, he should have made sure that he did get space onto his left foot. Maybe there was a slight breeze against him that held it up in the air, but just out to the to the left and wide, and Wicklow or Carlo coming on the attack again. Kieran Moore holding onto a lot of ball here as we speak. Nine minutes gone. Yeah, I thought that we started a little bit late. I had it on ten a few minutes ago. Nine and a half minutes gone here in Ockram. Here come Carlo. Three points to one. Carlo lead with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Cohen, a league of their own. Here come Carlo Foley back to Mikey Bambrick. Look where he is, the fullback. Feeds it across to the far side. There's a shot from Clark off the left peg. No. Comes across the face of the goal. It's kept in play. Wicklow have done well. They've done well in the cornerback position and they're going to have to come from deep if they're going to create something here. The man that did well was Malachy Stone. Malachy Stone takes return ball now be plenty of encouragement from the Wicklow supporters right down underneath us in the open seating as it comes towards Padraig O'Toole the captain Padraig O'Toole is from Kiltegan here he goes gets it to Patrick O'Kane O'Kane up the side field here comes Mark Kenny Kenny nice footballer this fella back outfield oh off the ground off the ground yeah good call good referee Killian yeah. MacDonald picked it off the ground it's a free out to Carlo but they have been the better team in the opening 10 minutes haven't they yeah definitely Carlo Wickler are getting one or two chances now and coming back into the game but they just haven't been taking them and that was a poor pick up off the ground that, you know at this standard you need to be getting your toe under the, at any level but Carlo very very patient around the middle of the field trying to get the runners off holding on to it really well and you know hopefully it's looking good here at the minute Jordan Morrissey Jamie Clark Every player covering a lot of grass. Right over to the far side. Connor Dial. He's had a great start to this game. Connor, as we move into the 11th minute, hand pass over to the far side. And it is Carlo again slowing it down now, just waiting for that opportunity. Wicklow have got a lot of players behind the ball. Everyone is behind it, bar three. So they have 12 behind the ball as Mark Fury comes forward. He's a big unit, Mark Fury. He sends one across the field here. It's pedestrian. A lot of people that are purists in relation to Gaelic football find it hard to look at Gaelic football at the moment, the way it's been played, but I don't think anybody from Carlow will be complaining at the moment. 14, uh, three points to one. Here they come downfield. Jordan Morrissey goes for a shot from distance. Morrissey is a great score from Jordan Morrissey. He took it on. That's the point I was making at the start. You don't have to be a genius to say what I said, Willie. Everybody knows how good this fella is. Get him close to the goal. He runs at the goal. He'll take a shot. He'll get a score. That's Morrissey at his best. Yeah, it's great to see him out in the middle because he has that little bit more space and Wicklow dropped off him, dropped probably to the edge of the D and when he got into scoring rage, you know, he's very accurate and popped it straight over the bar. Great score from Morrissey and Carlo really in control as we speak. I know it's early on in the games but four points to one. Wicklow, you know, look a little bit leggy and don't seem to be getting the men forward as have been doing in Netwatch Cullen Park but very early stages but Carlo really under control here. You're happy Bernard? Yeah, just disappointed with the kickouts there. We're not pushing up on him. I think it's somewhere we can exploit them um, but obviously we're happy just to sit back and let them have him for the moment but Wicklow on the attack now Dean Healy. The Dean Healy in possession. Chased by Jamie Clark. Mar- oh, Mark Fury. <laughs> I did say he was a cratty champion. I think he's you. in butter, Brendan. Uh, I, 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 I think he could be in butter. It, it was off the ball. I think it's a black card. I know, I know he didn't move his body to get out of the way, but he certainly hit him with a shoulder in the chest. I think he could be going for 10 minutes here. Well, did he catch him in the chest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a shoulder right down the middle, but he didn't, he didn't actually move to get out of his way. It looked like... Uh, Healy ran straight into him, but Fury yeah, he, he definitely didn't turn his body. He was going 100 miles an hour. Yellow, yellow. He's, yeah. I think yeah. he's very lucky to get a yellow. Could have been a black card. 
I wouldn't like to be under under the, sh- the shoulder. No, in fairness, there, he's, Lee, a Lee, he's a big man as well. But Mark Fury twice as big there, so he was. He just drove back. <laughs> That's from lifting boxes of tiles, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a free for Wicklow. Mark Jackson steps up four points. Carlow one point. Wicklow, and it's uh, the clock ticks on to the. 13th minute, we're just on the 13th minute exactly he's placing this ball outside to 45 he's about 17-18 metres in from the sideline on the open side here in Ockram kicking towards the scoreboard end he's very accurate isn't he, he had a, yeah, he's a fine kicker pulling that day as well here he comes great strike that's a super yeah, strike, super. that's a great score yeah. Mark Jackson sends it in and over the bar that's an excellent, excellent free, Willie. If you're going to take a free, that's a you put your boots for that. That's a Christy Maguire ball or a Kevin O'Brien ball. Yeah, isn't definitely. It? And it's a strike, it's a, a score that they needed because they, they seem to be under pressure. They scored one point from play, and Carlos seemed to be, you know, putting them under huge pressure. Got their got their four points. Wicklow was struggling, so that is a score that really Wicklow needed, and it's a brilliant strike of a ball by yeah. the goalkeeper. There's Kieran Moore from Palatine. He's been fouled on the far side. Referee is consistent with a few of those little niggling fouls and he's well entitled to blow it and burn it. But Moran has started well too. He's strong and he's experienced and he's a man that will matter for Carlo today. But you're probably not a lover of this. He kicks the ball all the way back to the goalkeeper and you still have to get it back out the field. You have it. just... You know, it's a dangerous tactic to play. Ooh, fairness, oh, like, there you go. Block in there. <laughs> a bit like Stephen Kenny's lads here were working it out from the back. Yeah, Stephen was effective against France to a certain degree, but this is Gaelic football. Here's Fury. Picked up the yellow a minute ago. Carries it forward. Hoist one up into the sky. It's a big ball. Hulton is in there. He breaks it. But the corner back. This fella's been good since the start. Owen Murta kicks it away with the left foot. It's great to see a player playing with two feet. 21 has it now. The man wearing 21 is Zach Cullen. Man from Avondale. Famous part of County Wicklow. Up towards Portugal. Two from Kiltegan. Knocks it back to the middle of the park. This is Zach Cullen again. He's waiting for support runners. And he goes all the way back towards the middle of the park. Towards Dean Healy. It's a different ball game since you played football, Willie. Yeah, it surely is, where you had 15 on 15 and it was so open and the scores were so plentiful. It's very difficult to be playing in the full forward lane because you have a, a nearly a blanket in front of you. It's very difficult to get the ball. So no player wants to stay in there. He wants to come out around because he want to get a touch of the ball. You want to get an early touch and maybe an early score. And uh, both, both teams are mirroring each other because lots of men behind the ball for Carlo here with Wicklow on the attack. Yeah, Wicklow gone inside the 45. Now, Carlo, everybody behind the ball, bar two outfield players, and Owen Murta stays downfield. He's causing Carlo a few problems. Here they go again, back into Dean Healy. Ian Healy turns, he strikes, no. but this time he rushed it and it's gone to the right and wide. Wides have been scarce, but it remains four points, Carlo, two points to Wicklow. And this game brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. You can see danmorrisseyandco.com. Bernard Horahan, 15 minutes gone. What's your feeling? Yeah, look, compared to the day we played him, we had over 10 wides in fairness that day, Carlos. So look, we started well, we're winning their own kickouts, and we have four points on the block, we're very patient, there is a lot of space between the opposition's 45 and our full forward line, and we're after exploiting it a few times, and hopefully we'll keep doing that and win this game. Dara Foley, thought he might have got a free there, but you'll earn, you'll earn your corn down here, but he's done well to get it back out to Clark, this is uh, Jamie, Jamie Clark, back into the half-forward line, good tackle from Wicklow, chasing down there was John Paul Hurley. Carlo getting an advantage here. Foley is going to take. He's going to get a double shot at this. That's Brilliant. a great score. It's a great score for Dara Foley. The referee was playing an advantage, so they had the opportunity to take the score or come back for seconds. And Dara Foley registers one from play and brings his total to two. It's five points, Carlo. Two points, Wicklow. However, as I always say to you, Willie, there's still only a kick of a ball between them, but it's a good start for Carlo. It's been a good 15 minutes of football. Yeah, and the one thing you noticed two quick passes, two early passes to out defence, one into Connor Dyle, and Connor Dyle straight away looked for Dara Foley. Seemed to be, you know, the referee 
didn't give him a foul but uh, Josh Moore was fouled and he gave him the advantage but Foley came back around on the loop and onto his right foot so if they can get early ball in there they can cause problems but Wicklow coming on the attack here this uh, man Patrick full of pace yeah, St. Patrick's man good player up inside the 45 down to Owen Darcy oh great ball from Darcy infield Carl have got to be tight here here comes Podrick O'Toole O'Toole him a free he's been in. fouled and yeah. it's going to be a free from the 20 metre line and Bernard just before this is taken like your wish down in Waterford and in Wexford at our last match in the Allianz League is you were just saying we should go for it and I know you were talking to Nile after it as well and he said they're trying to work on things like that in fairness to Carlo they have gone for it in the opening 16 minutes here they're leading 5 points to 2 so that's another positive however Wicklow now have the free and Owen Darcy uh, can stick this one in and over the bar the man from Tinna Healy yeah, look, they're, they're gone short they're gone short oh it's a great save Cunningham it's a great save Cunningham it's a great save that could have been a point it's going to be a free out now we're for a foot there. we were very lucky but at the same time it was a brilliant save by Cunningham and he's kept him in the game I he? think he should have put that over the bar Brendan there was two men in it's be- a four point swing really. yeah four point swing because I know he went for the goal if, if he gets it it's brilliant but he didn't get it so Wicklow will be disappointed because they could be on the scoreboard again and they haven't they're, they're doing a lot of fouling around the middle of the field and if Carlo can stay running at them and create those fouls to get scores off them great ball to Dara Foley yeah he has it too Dara Foley has a look at the post going to go for a man inside he's trying to no, turn it around the corner oh, no 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 it's not curling it, no. no it's a wide no. ball Dara didn't remonstrate we finally have the clock right because between the starting at a different time and looking at the clock and we didn't set hours in Hola, you can always rely on Jerry McNally. Jerry McNally, now there's 20 minutes played. Now, Mrs. Murphy, don't be giving out to me. There's 20 minutes played and Jerry died from Clonmore as well. <laughs> so that's the story. Here come, here come Wicklow, Malachy Stone. Comes downfield, feeds it back in field. Still remains five points, Carlo. Two points, Wicklow. Carlo with that wide from Dara Foley. He was a little bit unlucky. Just crept outside the post. Wicklow go with the long ball. Carlo with three defenders. Wicklow, two attackers. But it's going to break. Who's going to favour? Carlos. Oh, David oh, to pick it up, up off the, the ground. Ball. That's a bit, bit unfortunate. Jamie Clark came across. I thought it was bouncing. Well, he's consistent, in fairness, the referee. He's given one in the middle here against Wicklow. And now he's given one against Carlo. It looked like he had his hands and it bounced into it. But obviously, he's closer than we are. He definitely Did he give one again, Kerry? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. The only thing he's had, that's his third one. He's had a blonde. Yeah, so he's the consistent. Play, the yeah. players should know themselves. They may put yeah. their foot under because if yeah. it's if it's there a bit at all that he feels it's off the ground, he's going to blow it. So yeah. you'd be very disappointed to give away that soft score. Kevin Quinn has stuck it in and over the bar. So it's a free for Wicklow, and he scored it. So now the scoreboard reads. Five points to three here in Ockram with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. in the League of Their Own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com. So that is the story at the moment. 21 minutes gone. Wicklow getting a bit of a bite and putting Carlo under pressure. This time it's going to be a free out for a push into Carlo Mann's back. Are you happy, Willie? Yeah, Carlo's still doing really, really well. Defending well. I mean, Wicklow have scored three points. Two of them come from freeze. So, you know, they're depending on their full forward but can't get the ball really into him. He hasn't been on the ball enough, we, we say, but that should have been the, the other... If they had a free to go, maybe there would have been four points to five and didn't take it. And at the end of the game, if it's a tight game, they, those scores could count. So the and Darrow was a pressure. bit unlucky as well. Yeah, it was unlucky. He, he struck it really well, but just you know, outside the post. Uh, really unlucky. But there's a great ball into Ross Dunphy. Yeah, it's a great ball. Oh, took the mark. Could have took the mark. The referee was allowing him the mark. And referee blew the whistle up. for him to take the mark. Never put his hand up, and it would have been so much easier because he kicked under pressure there. We've spoken about this before. Players really forget, I think, don't they? He, he, he was, that was an ideal opportunity for a mark and he just forgot about yeah, it because he didn't lift his hand it's just something that you should be bringing into your game that because it's so easy especially oh there's a strong tackle 
He's going for the book here again. Yeah. Bernard DeMarc, we, we've, we've talked about it before. This is not an indictment on Ross Dunphy. I mean, the chap is a quality player, but it's a point kind of begging. Yeah, look, he, he won the ball between two Wicklow men, in fairness. The odds were again, and he plucked it out of the heavens, in fairness. And he came down, and he just swung it with his, with his left boot. You know, he would have steadied himself, and he possibly would have kicked it over. So maybe it's something we're not seeing much of, in fairness, with Carlo in the league. So it's, it's something that they're not really... Bothering with, which is unfortunate. Because well, this is, yeah, well, this is the first round of the championship. We're in Ockram, and uh, the league final, meanwhile, is on our Kilkenny frequency. Kilkenny and Limerick, there's an advantage coming here now, and the free is going to be from outside the D, and Wicklow are crawling their way back into this game. They're never out of it, by the way. It's a championship match. We're in Ockram. I've heard, I've been heard saying before, the All Blacks had struggled to win down here, but anyway, it's five points, Carlo. It's three points to Wicklow, and it's a free in. So if they score this, Willie, they're going to bring up Mark Jackson. He scored one earlier on, as did Kevin O'Brien and uh, Kevin Quinn scored. Kevin Quinn, I should say. Kevin, Kevin will be delighted. <laughs> Kevin O'Brien, be yeah, he'll be delighted. Yeah, he's Thirty still, years finished. He's still scoring. <laughs> Wicklow are actually starting to do what Carlo doing, and they're they're running at them in the their half hour line, creating the freeze. And uh, Kevin is his uncle. That's why I got right, that one Right? Yeah, you yeah, got yeah, them mixed up. Them yeah. <laughs> this man is a great strike of ball. He's got a score already, and you know he's capable of definitely having the distance. We see how he has has he got the accuracy he's here now. Dead straight in front of the goal this time. He's on the forty-five. This is to bring it to a one-point game. Jackson, brilliant strike. Yeah, he gets plenty of backspin on it as it's well. Gone oh, wide it's wide. Up. Yeah. It's wide. He's struck it very well. He put the mockers on him, will he? Yeah, Kevin thank won't God, be happy yeah. with you. He won't be happy with you. Right. Well, the clock is ticking down. We're well into the first half here. Twenty. Four minutes just about on the clock here in Ockram. Here comes Mikey Bambrick. Good at these pen and training runs. Slips it across towards Shawnee, the brother. He's gone over to 65 in the Wicklow half of the park. Down to Ross Dunphy. Keeps close to the sideline to Carroll, number 13. He scored earlier, as did Colm Hulton. Two from Dara Foley. Oh. The referee has uh, said he's overcarried the ball on this occasion. Had he many options to give it off, Bernard? He, he looked back twice and he looked yeah. forward. He had nobody on and he, he you know, tried to get away from the tackle and did probably take a couple of steps, but he, there was nobody coming on his outside, so he definitely did look like he overcarried it already, Brendan. Yeah, this uh, full back comes out with the ball. Paul McLaughlin. Paul McLaughlin for Wicklow sends it over under the stand side. The runner comes again. Owen Murta. Strong unit, Owen Murta. Lovely return pass back in field to Killian McDonald. McDonald gets it back to Murta. And there's a lovely foot pass as well. Sends it all the way across to Dean Healy. Five points, Carlo. Three points, Wicklow. Here comes the midfielder, Dean Healy. Fancy no. this one. That's as wide as a gate. That's uh, very, very wide. They're just a little bit off, Wicklow, aren't they? I think, Willie, I said it just about Kildare. Again, I know Carlo played very well in the hurling, but Kildare came out of a league final against Offaly last week, took a bit out of them, but Carlo, to the credit, won that match fair and square yesterday. Wicklow are coming out of a league final as well, and it wasn't a simple game. No, definitely not. They look a little bit leggy. They're starting to get back into Coming this into game. Now, so, yeah. yeah, maybe in the second half they could get their second bout. But this is another score here. Ah, for he's Wicklow. a lovely player, though, Mark Kenny. He took that on, and they were a little bit unfortunate, Carlo, because uh, Connor Dyle went up into the middle of the field. He broke a great ball. Nobody picked up the break. He came back, got a touch on it, and was unfortunately didn't regain possession. Wicklow did, and they got the score. I think it was one, probably only their second or third time they played the ball long to the middle, and that's what Wicklow are looking to do now. They're drive pushing men really up, so hoping that he kick it in the middle, so it becomes a 50-50 ball. Oh, this man done really really well right. Jamie Clark or Shane Clark yeah he's done really really well Shane Clark he went to the clouds that's a booking for the Wicklow man if the referee is consistent because of the pull down there yeah, Oshie right. McConville is on the line in front of us here Bernard of course he is the Wicklow manager he was at Antrim and Armagh yesterday the referee is going to the lines man to see the story here but could be a black card it, if he was tackled in the air but I don't think he was I think the Wicklow chap was fair enough I don't think there was anything no he that. didn't he tackled him when he came down but he Caught did hold on yeah he held on to him did he did definitely yeah. Caught him by the ankle so, it's good to see him talking to the lines man that's what, yeah, there well, that's what he's there for yeah, Wicklow just saying to gather momentum there the last five minutes in fairness they've come it, into the it, game it doesn't look a lot but if he caught him by the ankle he could be in a bit of trouble I'd say it could be yellow though 
What do you think, Willie? Yeah, I think it'll be a yellow. I don't think it's a black. He didn't drag him to the ground or, or knock him. It is a yellow, yeah. Yellow card. Uh, but <laughs> he got a bit of relief. He sprinted when he yeah, saw the yeah, yellow. Yeah, he was happy enough that it was just a yellow <laughs> because I'm sure he'd get a near full of half time if he got a black card at this stage. But Clark done really, really well. You know, For a small moment, he got really up in the air, knocked the ball down to himself and was going away. So definitely was a free. But Wicklow really after getting back into this the last five or six minutes. Well, certainly are. It actually was black, Willie. Well, it looked like we were looking at the, the yellow, yellow card. This side. Yeah, we saw the yellow black. this side. It was a black card. He's, He's surely gone. going to get an, an He's earful. gone. Here's Ross Dunphy. He will get a telling off at halftime. Dunphy goes from a distance. No. That's wide. Now, what we seen when he showed up the card was the back, the back of, the book. of it. We saw the yellow, yeah, but the it was black. It, yeah. Bernard, yeah, where yeah. were you when we needed to know what colour that card was? I go back to Bernard Jennings again. Glasses <laughs> really Good man yourself. Ross Dunphy's gone wide in the meantime. Bernard, Willie has just said it. Wicklow are. They were never out of this game. I said it as well. They're back in. 5-4. Uh, Carlos still lead. Haven't been headed yet, but Wicklow doing enough to uh, put themselves back into it. Here's Mark Jackson with the goal kick. Yeah, definitely. Look, the last seven or eight minutes, Wicklow, that we gathered a bit of momentum. They've got crawled their way back into the game, in fairness. Fantastic catch there by Park Gautul in the middle now, and Wicklow on the attack again. There's an advantage here. Here's Mark Kenny. Manny Manus man scored already. He's a nice little ball player, this fella. Their advantage wasn't working out, so he knew it was coming, so he just played the ball over towards the line. Now they'll bring Mark Jackson forward for another free, and this will be to tie it all up here in Ockram with 27 and a half minutes played in the opening half here with thanks to Dan Morrissey and co in a league of their own. Here he comes upfield. And this isn't always a tactic, Willie. You know, you see lads over the years come up to take a free. They'll be flying up. <laughs> they kill a few seconds. Kills the, yeah, there's kills lots the of great things happening yeah, in Gaelic well, football. You now. could waste two minutes in the in the taking of a free because you bring in the goalkeeper out. He's taking his time. He's going to place the ball now and he'll go back and take maybe another 10 seconds. So it definitely is uh, wasting a lot of time. But it, it can be to their advantage because if he puts this one over the bar, it brings him right back to, to level here, five points apiece. Yeah, and they've come into the game big time. You know, He's judging the wind as well. He's... Uh, He's going to try and perfect this. He's already scored one. Doesn't take a big look, run backwards either. No, no that's gone, gone away to the, to the right, right as well. Yeah, yeah he's, he fell back on that one, didn't he? He fell back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's five, five wides for Wicklow. And, uh, you know, and Carlo, Carlo two wides, is it? Two wides, yeah. Two, two wides, yeah, Carlo, yeah. No, Bernard, will they bring him up for the next one because he's after missing two long ones or will they go shorter? Well, in fairness, in Dr. Cullen Park, the day he kept him in it there, and that's the reason they got the draw. He's, he's an excellent striker of the ball. It's just that the world is... The ball... The wind is swirling when the ball goes up into it, so I wouldn't really fault him. He has the distance. Oh, but, he certainly um, has. He's a great kick of a ball. Here come Carlo. Kieran Moran from Palatine. He was caught there. Oh, the referee said he's overrun it, but I thought he was caught high, but he'd overrun that before he got caught high in the back. But it's going to be a free out, and I think Zach Cullen is saying, thank you very much. Zach is going to get the free for Wicklow. He takes it further back to field and where it should be, but it doesn't make a matter because nine times out of ten they will play it backwards anyway. Here comes Owen Murta. He's been good for Wicklow on the opening half, will he, this fellow? Number yeah, two. he's steady. He's consistent. He's a lot of experience. You know, he'll carry ball out, but he once he gets to, to the middle of the field, he'll look for that long pass, and uh, Carlo trying to put him under pressure here. Can't see... Uh, who actually got the black card but definitely Wickley have got a black card is it the cornerback? Killian McDonald was it? Killian McDonald yeah 7 number 7 yeah here comes Mark Jackson the 14 men on the field at the moment here come Wicklow that was a dodgy looking hand pass but they've got it out Conor Dyle tries to stop that coming forward but Malachy Stone has done well and Wicklow are moving it very well at the moment here comes Aaron Murphy the man from Bray Emmets inside the 45 lovely dink pass from the hand down to Kevin Quinn Quinn back inside they kept the run going goal chance here for Wicklow Manny steps in Cunningham comes out of the goal and he gathers it and he gets it out to who's back there but Ross Dunphy and Carlo don't clear that one very very well 
well Mark Fury ran into his man Wicklow meanwhile have to play it all the way back out to the middle of the park and it's with Dean Healy Dean Healy has plenty of experience and he hand passes it to the runner Malachy Stone who never came back to his corner back position he stays up field and he knocks it to Kevin Quinn who's inside the 40 45 metre Great line score. Quinn lets fly sends it in it's 5 oh, points Quinn could be in trouble after that a, a tackle off the ball with Ross Dunphy referee didn't see it obviously but the linesman is here he was looking across obviously didn't pay too much attention to it 5 points apiece in Ockram we've a 30 minutes played here we're on the half hour mark 5 to the half time whistle Bernard it's what well, the referee is after clash with one of the Carroll players but he stays going it's, it's a game that doesn't seem to have championship pace about it or flavour does it there's no real well in fairness cra- to Carlo, yeah when they started there in the first 10 minutes we're all go Hulton we come back to it Hulton is coming forward can he get something here no, that's wide a wide again, ball Brenda. as well he did everything right bar to finish continue on Bernard yeah, look, three whites Carlo we started well so we did in fairness in the first 10 minutes there and you know Wicklow have just gathered their way back into it with a couple of frees and we spoke about discipline and giving away a freeze within our own 45 and you know it's a draw game here at the minute and there's almost 29 minutes gone so Carlo will be disappointed that they're not a little bit more ahead but um, that's actually 31 you can add 2 to that burner the clocks were on 31 the, uh, 31 minutes yeah we're heading into the 30 second here's Jackson with the kick out for Wicklow right down to the middle of the park Big rise by the midfielder. That's a free. That's a, well, a rare enough touch for Liamy Roberts because there's not much ball going into their department over. That's that type of game. But Liam Roberts was very well and good strong tackle there from the kill Evan Clunny goal man. He was up against Dean Healy. Here come Carlo. This is Dara Foley turning back in field. Just went a little bit high as he tried to solo that off his left peg. Knocks it back to Jordan Morrissey. Jordan looks for options. The former DCU man. He was uh, awarded with great scholarships during the week up there. Congratulations to him and his family. A brilliant young man, academically as sporting as well. So congratulations to Jordan on that. And uh, with the Intel medal also, congratulations to him as the ball comes forward for Carlos. Shane Clark, Morrissey set it up well. Shane gets it to Jamie. Jamie Clark in around the house. It goes, Connor Doyle got a touch. Around the corner it goes, but out comes the Wicklow goalkeeper, Mark Jackson. He was fouled. Referee is allowing an advantage. And out to come, his hand is still up. They're going to get out past the 45. The advantage is over. Balls with Mark Kenny. Kenny back over to the far side. Malachy Stone for Wicklow. Five points apiece. Final few minutes of the opening half here. We went to penalties in the Bronx last night with New York <laughs> and with Leitrim. What are we going to go to in Ockram? We're heading towards half time here and we're level between these two counties. Never much between them. Level in the National Football League a couple of weeks back at Netwatch Cullen Park. Now in Ockram on the stroke of half time. Wicklow carried the ball forward through Zach Cullen. The Avondale man sprays it to the far side. It's a slow, patient build-up again. Back to Carroll Furlong. Carroll Furlong, his jersey was pulled. That's a free. Referee is very consistent. I have to say Barry Tiernan is very good also. He spots everything. That's another free. And he's going to note the Carroll player's name on this occasion. Silly little fouls, will he? But I suppose if you're going to foul a fella, that's where you do it. Yeah, it's a long way from your own goal. But it just it puts you under pressure because you give it a, you're, he's given him a tick. So the next one is a yellow. And the next one puts you under huge pressure. So in a game like this that is so tight, you need 15 on the, on the field when this game is finishing. And that's what didn't happen in Netwatch Cullen Park because... I think it was Conor Doyle got a, a yellow and then a second yellow and ended up down a member. Wicklow There's on the Dean attack there looking the for a goal. Or going to get a score before half time. Brilliant tackle. Yeah. Kieran Moore again. Overran the ball. The big number eight, Dean Healy and Carroll are going to hit them on the counter attack. Clark Jamie downfield towards Ross Dunphy. Coming through the middle of the park they are. Going to switch it around the corner to Colm Hulton. He's gone inside the 65 metre line. Clubhouse end puts the foot to the pedal. Driving forward Colm Hulton. Has a look at the post. Sends it in Colm Hulton. Score. That's yeah. a great score from the former Ballymun Kickham's man. 
he sends it in and over the bar former CBS student in Carlow just in case you think they produced him in Dublin he was produced in Carlow went back to Dublin where his family is from he's in Wicklow today and he's got his second point and Bernard Horan that's Colm Hulton at his best yeah look we asked for a big game out today he's definitely producing it there that was a fine score Dara Foley with another one outside the 45 earlier on and George Marshy as well outside the 45 so we've great point kickers oh. if we can Kieran Moore after getting yeah, a heavy knock there with the only attack here Brendan back here. Wicklow are going to get something from it Mourn out of the game Carlos stood up tall there Wicklow come forward good defending from Liam Roberts Roberts was excellent he won a great ball and now it's going to be hit out over towards Fury and Morrissey Wicklow win it back trying to turn a bit of ball in the middle of the field Dean Healy sends it upfield I think that could be Owen Murta has got no it's not Owen Murta right over on the far side there's an injury he's back he's okay the Palatine man Wicklow just held up at the moment. That's good tackling and defending by Carlo. That's oh, great, great work stuff. inside the 45 for Carlo. Great and they're work. going to come through the middle of the park. Willie, that's great defending. Yeah, brilliant again. They're patient. They're not giving away that free there. Oh, did he pull him to the ground? Clark, he kind of looked for it because he did, he did hold him, but he's going for a long ball. Quick, Morrissey runs on to it. Just bounce, flicked it. Dara no, Foley just, just a little bit far away. It was a little bit over rushed for Carlo, but it was an ideal opportunity. And Morrissey has picked up a bit of a knock now. Six points, Carlo. Five points, Wicklow. Hold them with that score, putting them in front. I make it. We're on half time. We're heading for out of time here in Ockram. Carlo leading by one point. Wicklow trying to take it from inside their own 45 metre line. Their full back is Paul McLaughlin. Paul McLaughlin to Patrick O'Keen. And from St. Patrick's, right out to Carol Furlong. Are they back to the full compliment yet? Cornerback going, Murta tells him which way to go with it. Slow, it's pedestrian from Wicklow. It's not that lively. But Carlo will be happy. They're leading by one. They've taken some nice scores. Two from Colm Hulton, two from Dara Foley. One was a free. One from Ross Dunphy. One from Jordan Morrissey for Wicklow. Mark Jackson with a free. Mark Kenny got one from play. Kevin Quinn from play. He also got one from a free. And... The play continues right over on the far side. Wicklow in possession. They look for one before half time. Willie, they haven't a whole lot of time. We're into out of time. Yeah, they're looking. The, I suppose they're being very patient with the ball, but they're working it around the middle of the field. And this man will try to drive forward because Carlo, in fairness, are defending in numbers. They're looking at the whole of this man. He's so strong. Mark Fury just held him up for a second. Brilliant tackle again. They've done really well to shut him out and send him backwards. But Wicklow hold on to possession. Uh, they look inside, but Carlo really defending. Kiermore picking up a lot of balls. Two minutes of additional time. Two minutes, so they've, uh, they've two minutes to get their next score. Two minutes of additional time. It's six points, Carlo. Five points, Wicklow. I'd say we're into that two minutes at the moment also, judging by the stopwatch we have set here now. Here's Mark Kenny. He's a long way from goal, but he's a tidy footballer, Mark. Comes back out towards the open side, terracing side of Ockram here. They're going to play it all the way back now. The man they're bringing out to make an extra outfield player is Mark Jackson because they're down to 14 with the black car. Jackson back all the way to Zach Cullen. Zach Cullen plays still between the 45 and 65. Wicklow half of the park. Wicklow now get into the Carlow half of the park. Carol Furlong. Carol Furlong back towards Zach Cullen. Cullen all the way back to Jackson. It's slow and pedestrian burner, isn't it? It is, yeah, they're patient there. I think they'll be happy to go in a half-time a point down. Carlo definitely the better, so we were for 18 or 20 minutes there. And then, as I said, Wicklow just crawled themselves back in there the last 10 or 15 minutes. Well, we make it that the two minutes or more or less up. <laughs> Jordan Morrissey was prowling behind Jackson, and if that ball had been slipped, he was in. Well, here come Wicklow. They're playing deep to try and get this ball into their hand, but they can't. Ooh, that was high. No, was I think high. he held his hand. He held onto his hand and went to the ground with it. He was being clever. Um, referee seen him actually said he said he done a little tug but no yeah, it definitely wasn't a high tackle Killian McDonald is back in he's, so the black tick- card is over he is ticking him though the black card is over so they're back to the full complement and we are gone past the two minutes of additional time it was eight minutes of additional time in New York last night down in the Bronx 
It ended up level, went extra time, and then penalties. Oh, there's a great ball, threaded through. Goal chance, Wicklow! It's the back of the net. Malachy Stone, Carrow were found ball watching. Malachy Stone down the left. He's listed at cornerback. He stayed upfield a few minutes ago. He's got the goal. Now there's something after happening off the ball, and we're back to discipline, Bernard, because the Wicklow man didn't fall of his own accord. Yeah, look, he's going to have to go to his lines, man. Mikey Mark, could be in trouble here. I think yeah. Mark Fury came out by him there, did he? And Mark's on a yellow already. No, I don't think it was Mark Fury. I think it was, no, I think it was um, Mikey, Mikey Bambrick could be in trouble here. He's gone to the linesman here to see what happened. Just lapse of concentration there for the goal. You know, the founder way through. Number eight is causing fierce problems there for Carlo at the moment. Dean Healy from Wicklow. He'd done a driving run against. But Willie, we, we had this against the leash, but Mikey got away there. You're in Leitrim and he got bothered on Leitrim. And here we are today. I mean, you know, yeah, you can't yeah. do We spoke about this before the match. Well, you can't, can't do this. It can't be happening match after match, but it is a yellow yeah, card. Yeah, he's lucky. And, and now he's under pressure, but he's very yeah. lucky because anything yeah. off the ball is a red card. I've seen the gesture as well in the hurling and I know the lads were brilliant but you know 20 points up and getting involved as well you just can't do it yeah, you know, but, you'll be punished I think what ha- what's tr- creeping into the game as well there's players going down for nothing I'm looking at players and they're, they're lying on the ground and, and you mean there's nothing wrong with them now he's up he got a little touch he's onto the ground get up and play it's a man's game and that's the way it should be played Back in your day, Willie, if you hear the lad, he wouldn't get up till next week. Well, <laughs> he wouldn't be going to the referee looking for you to be sent off either. And this is creeping into the game, into the uh, you know the GA recently. That it's it's a, it's something that the soccer have been looking at. I think lads are watching it too much soccer. Maybe it's been coached. You know, you get a little touch and you go down to the ground and it puts a Mikey's under pressure now in the second half because it's on a yellow card. Yeah, he certainly is. Well, the half-time score is one five to Wicklow, six points. And I was just saying to you, Bernard, it was pedestrian, but Wicklow waited their opportunity. Ironically, Maliki Stone stood up field. He was in the defensive role for the most of that first half but he stayed up field, he moved to a forward position he finished it well, he put it to the right hand side of Cunningham and Wicklow take the lead on the stroke of half time, 1-5 to 6 points, it's a 2 point lead for Wicklow and Carlo had led right throughout that first half Yeah look Carlo unlucky to win a half time uh, a couple of points down, again you know something similar happened in Dr Cullum when we played him in the league, oh, Murta snuck up that day and got a goal hence the other corner back today, Maliki Stone is that are sneaking up and it shouldn't really be happening, you know they're, they're, they're experienced players there in the Carla team we should be tagging him coming through like that but again just a lapse of concentration um, fair play to him he did have a lot to do when he got it he stuck it to the bottom right hand corner and uh, you know it's one five to six points at half time and, and Carlo are trailing but uh, they'd be very happy with their performance in the first half I'd still like to keep, see them pushing up on their kick outs um, we're quite capable of winning their share and putting them under pressure and uh, look, would I be going in if I was the manager of Carl? I'd be quite happy at half time and I'd be confident to come in the second half and hopefully get a result. Willie McBean used to always tell us good teams play better against the wind. And when I say good teams, Carl are a running team. Now they're going to be playing into the teeth of that wind in the second half. You know, will it suit, carry the ball, get it in a bit further? Because as good as the performance was for certain periods of that first half, we still haven't seen some fellas involved in the game. That's the type of game it was. Yeah, definitely. He, th- we'll be very disappointed, but this has been a, a thing in their game over the league where they're in control and seem to be in control and go three or four points up. And then it's, it's up whether they drop their intensity, whether you know the concentration goes, but they allow other teams back into the game. Now, I know, obviously, you know, Wicklow were always going to get their purple patch, but that's something... You know, we're gone into injury time. We're nearly to the. You should be able to manage the See game where you drop 15 behind the ball. Right, we go in 6 5, six, five up, and now we're going in 1 5 to 6 after seemingly 
been the better team in the first half, but still were not winning the game. And that has been, you know, in, in their league, that's exactly what they have been doing. In controlling games, look, look the better teams. They looked the better team against Wicklow in, in Netwatch Cullen Park. Didn't end up winning, got, you know, got a draw. At times against Leash, they looked the same. Right, the only, only game that you could say was the Carlo Leitrim game, where Leitrim looked, you know, outclassed them right from the start. But they're in every game. They look to be in control. But whether it's a lack of uh, concentration or lapse of concentration, but they're, uh, we go in two points down, and that's very disappointing. And Niall going in out to the dressing room, Bernard at half time. I mean, he probably was going to say the same thing. So my question is probably a little bit stupid. But you go into a dressing room at half time and you're leading by a point, and now you're going in and you're trailing by two points. So what, he's, does he speech or his, his information change? It has to, hasn't it? Yeah, well, look, I think keep doing what they're doing there. I suppose look at their shots. You know, we had 13 shots there in the first half. Some dropped short, some went wide. We scored a few, but it's only a 38 percent return. I'm just looking at the stats here that we have. Um, you know, so we're kind of on top when we get into the last third and scores compared to Wicklow. But again, Wicklow are going in with the scores ahead, so it's a difficult one. You know, stats are just paper, wrote down their pen and papers. But, you know, looking at the play, we were definitely the better team for two-thirds of that game. And um, Wicklow crawled back in. We spoke about it over the years. They were disciplined and everything. You know, we gave away a couple of scores with freeze. You know, we just have to be a little bit more clinical with that. We are playing at championship pace with a couple of yellows there but that's going to be expected but we just had to be very careful in the second half not to get a man sent off like we did in the league in Dr Cullen earlier on during the year Gerard Dyle joins me Pierre off Carla County Board Jerry, you were happy for a long time in that first half with a sucker punch right at the end of the, the half and Wicklow to be fair got themselves back into the game but Carla glorious opportunities could have been further ahead and as Willie said they couldn't see it out yeah I think you know Wicklow were very flat at the start and Carlo should have exploited that and driven at them with a lot more positivity and and you know, taking that opportunity, to, uh, you know, Wicklow didn't just seem to be quite up to the pace with now. They've grown into the game as uh, the game developed and now they're gone ahead, you know, where I think Carlo were the dominant team the early on and they didn't seem to... Started re- well, didn't they? Started well with, in terms of possession, but they didn't drive at them and they didn't, you know, um, you know, take the game to them when they could have and there was more scores to be had there and uh, if they just had the belief and the uh, intensity... Um, you know, for a championship match, it's very poor like level of intensity. Yeah, I just said that, Bernard. No, there's no uh, real big no, driven in it. Well, it's all pedestrian pace, very slow build up from both teams. There's no real excitement in the game. In fairness, like I mean, uh, I suppose that's the way G- the Gaelic football, unfortunately, is gone. Hurling is still a great game to watch, but football is Good very pedestrian. Yeah, oh, yeah it's <laughs> great. It was really uplifting yesterday, and we needed it, and it was great. It gives everyone a lift to, just to win one game. You know, but you know, you'd love to see. The lads throwing off the shackles, tearing into them, you know, blood and thunder, and you know, give it everything for the next 35 minutes and see where you, where it takes you. You know, this pedestrian back and forth across the field, it's just turgid stuff, terrible to watch, and uh, you know, we're, we're still behind. Bit of a lottery now, isn't it? Well, you know, we're in spite of all of that, we're still behind at halftime. Uh, they had down to 14 men, so. They're back onto the full complement uh, now. Back to the full complement. Well like spotted on that black card because we saw the yellow side yeah, of the book. A hand trip is, is, a, yeah, is, a, black is a black card. Yeah. That's why the ref was consulting with the, the linesman because he, he, he knew he had a decision to make and he needed to be absolutely certain that yeah. he was making the right decision. The referee is doing quite well. Yeah, no, he's, he's consistent. consistent yeah. And uh, like, there's a lot of niggly fouling going on. Um, it's, just, it's not a great spectacle. And I have to call it spade. It's spade no, you know, we do too, yeah. You know. Okay, well, we'll have a quick word with Ger McNally here from the Nationals as well. Ger, KFM commentator, of course, he went home with Dr. Cullen Park, very disappointed man yesterday, but Ger, the Nationals will be worth reading this week. What's your take on that first half? 
it's disappointing for Carlo to be behind at half time. Um, I, I suppose that there was a, definitely an element of similarity between the hurling match yesterday. I think you mentioned it as well with Wicklow coming out of being beaten by an, in a league final last week, and, and Carlo certainly had the upper hand in the early stages. And yet, I think they they maybe didn't take the full benefit of that. Uh, four points to one ahead after 13 minutes, then 20 score, two points in the remaining whatever 20 odd minutes as well. Um, and again, in that spell against 14 men, it was only a point apiece. They didn't really push on. That maybe was another opportunity for Carlo to maybe just move the ball a little bit faster on the inside line and get it into uh, the likes of Dara Foley who's causing problems there for Wicklow uh, they were unlucky with a couple of efforts that were very close uh, Foley himself Ross Dunphy as well and Colin Hulton had shots that were wide there was very little in them but uh, then to can see that goal kind of right at the stroke of half time was a real sickener Yeah to be fair to Willie all week and Bernard have been saying if Carroll are going to win down here today our ratio on points haven't been great 13-14 averaging in games they needed a few goals they'll need a few goals they certainly need some now Yeah absolutely it looks that way it looks that sort of game alright and Carlo haven't really had much of a sniff bar one uh, long ball in towards Conor Doyle when he kind of snuck in into the full forward position and, and that maybe is something that Carlo can utilise because you'd imagine that Wicklow now at the window their backs will maybe commit a few more men to attack during the second half and that maybe will create the space for, for Carlo to exploit but uh, Carlo probably need to get a handle on Dean Healy I think in midfield yeah, big, he, yeah, he created that goal he's caused a lot of problems he, he's not the most uh, sophisticated or stylish footballer but he's a big big strong man and once he's on a run he's hard to stop and he did well to pick out Maliki Song for that goal right okay. in the half time before I do let you go Jeff, your half time cup of tea great there for Carlo Camogie girls yesterday right Everton hurlers absolutely absolutely I was talking to Kieran Murphy who was up there covering it for the Nationalists now for the Camogie girls we'll have great coverage of that during the week but uh, I saw a lot of their games through the league, league campaign and, and they look very strong this year uh, some players back who were maybe not involved last season and uh, they, they were sorely missed last year but Carl look a strong team next year or this year now it's a great win yesterday and well yeah the hurlers we talked about the hurlers yesterday that was an unbelievable <laughs> as a Kildare man you're finding it hard yeah yeah well look at the, the F McAdair point of view disappointing but from a Carlo point of view and, and uh, from, yeah. yeah Tom and Ali kind of had them definitely sharpen the prime for that first round of the championship and they go to carry next week now with a big confidence and, and hopefully it's just to start something special this year for oh, Carlo. Yeah. Good to see you Jeremy. we'll have a chat with you at the end of the game and good to see you here in Auckland Thank today you. thanks yeah, very cheers. much and all the great coverage, thanks very much that's it Martin, half time in Auckland, we'll be back in about five minutes time with all the second half action but it's a goal for Wicklow and the stroke of half time from Malachy Stone puts the Garden County in the lead over the Scallionators, it's 1-5 to Wicklow, it's six points to Carlo. as they've all been saying, it's a little bit pedestrian, anything can happen but Wicklow now are the favourites to see this one out but we still have 35 maybe 40 minutes of football in the second half we'll see what happens half time in Ockram Wicklow 1-5 Carlo 6 points KCLR Live Sport The Leinster GAA Senior Football Championship Round 1 Wicklow versus Carlo With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co In a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam DanMorrisseyandCo.com La Hearts Sunday Scoreline. Your music, your sports. With thanks to the full range of Skoda vehicles at La Hearts, the home of Skoda in Kilkenny. LaHartsSkoda.ie. KCLR. Very back to a West Ockram here. The rain has started to fall, but we're getting ready for the second half. Wicklow out, and we're just awaiting the arrival of Carlo uh, before we start. Willie, Nile is in there. You know, it's last draw of the dice. He can't get in between the lines and the borders of the pitch. We're always talking about things like that. But, you know, they have to do more of the same. But as Bernard says, and the lads were saying in yourself at half time just up the ante a little bit as well because Wicklow are certainly going up the ante Ger's point was very valid with the way the wind was and the way Wicklow played that first half they now have the advantage uh, 1-5 to Wicklow 6 points Carlo the half time score very low scoring yeah I'm sure Wicklow are not going to sit back in the second half to have the advantage of the wind Carlo had it in the first half but didn't make full value of it they scored 6 points but uh, had had two wides but didn't seem to be you know all their play was around the half back line and the midfield line so they were patient on, on the ball but that drive forward didn't seem to be didn't seem to be with them looked in control of the game at times but again 
you know, lapse of concentration, that silly goal just before half time, and that puts them under big pressure because Wicklow will think we didn't really play in the first half, but still we're two points up, so they'll, they'll get great confidence from that, Brendan. Certainly will. So uh, they're back out, uh, Bernard, Carlo back out on the field. I suppose we've talked about goals during the week, and you know, they're not going to get, you look at the scoreboard, it was six points in the first half, same in the second, only 12. It won't win a Leinster Championship match, neither will 1 5 win a match for, for Wicklow. We've 35 minutes to go here now, and you know, you need to be coming out of here. We're back to the 18 19 points if you're going to win this match, but is that going to be one of these days? Look, I think it's going to be low scoring. Willie spoke earlier about goals win the matches he's dead right but Carlo looked it was okay in the first half they played decent enough but you know to be going in at half time after controlling much of the first half is poor we've seen it down in Waterford earlier on during the year you know when we went direct and kicked the ball into Dara Foley he's very effective on the edge of the square so it'd be great to see Carlo you know, putting a few long balls in. Here's a long ball, Bear, the first long ball that Wicklow... Wicklow, yeah, and Niall Hickey is in for the second half for Mark Fury, so there's a change on the Carlow team, 17 for 8, so Niall Hickey is in. Here come Wicklow, that was the first long ball in. We're up and running here in the second half, and good afternoon to all our listeners uh, and all Carlovians across the world. We're on the Carlow frequency, we're on the KCLR app, Carlow stream, as Wicklow come forward through Kevin Quinn. Great Randall strike ball of a ball. As he turns, he yeah. strikes, and Wicklow are off to a flyer. We said it at half-time, we said it during the first half, give him ball and he'll score and Kevin Quinn from uh, Blessington sends that one in and over the bar Willie he took that well yeah great score but again you can see their intent because the first time they got a free pumped the ball straight into the full forward line but Quinn got on it onto his right foot had a little bit of space but took his score really really well to have that little bit of breeze and Wickle looking to push on here now but Conor Dyle coming forward for Carlo yeah well have the run with the ball Conor Dara Foley's the man passes to him now it's back as far as Jordan Morrissey Morrissey goes on a bit of a run himself in over the 45 Wicklow half of the park the challenge comes from Aaron uh, Murphy but Morrissey then lets fly with the right pick that could be no. a good score no it's a wide ball how many wides of Carroll in the first this half the three fourth, that's three the fourth, in the first half, yeah. fourth altogether that's a shotgun of begging it's not like him Bernard I know he's only human but uh, that's a shotgun of begging Wicklow with the opening score Carlo failed to score and we're up and running in the second half 1-6-6 six six. there's a kick of a ball between them 1 minute and 22 seconds on the clock in oh. the second half here comes Kieran Moran picked up a bit of a knock in that first half his hand passed down to Morrissey Morrissey with a nice turning ball up towards the half forward line lovely run from Josh Moore Josh Moore to Ross Dunphy Dunphy cuts back in field Dunphy inside the D no one to give it as they go himself onto the left peg no, I think he's put that wide as well wide. so there's two chances Bernard that should be scored at this level and they're put to the left and wide one to the right one to the left and that's a let off for Wicklow but Carlo getting the chances but you've got to take them at this level yeah look in fairness Ross Dunphy there he's on the edge of the D there that should definitely be a score you know you'd be scoring 19 out of 20 shots there and he'd be very disappointed by that but you know if we continue doing that here today we're going to be in big big trouble well if you just joined us at half time Wicklow led by 1-5 to 6 points a goal 2 minutes into added time in the opening half Carlo did lead right throughout that first half with points from Colm Hulton 2 he had 2 from Dara Foley 1 and from in the middle Queen it is and a chance here now for Mark Kenny shoulder coming across lovely rise from Kenny feeds it back out to the far side of the park on Darcy in possession now man from Tinny Healy Looks in across field. Hand pass back towards Patrick O'Keen from St. Patrick's in Wicklow. Now the full back, Paul McLaughlin. Paul McLaughlin is another man from Blessington. Plays it across the 45. Wicklow starting the second half very well. Killian McDonald. He was black carded in the first half. There's an injury to a Wicklow man on the far side. John Paul Hurley. John Paul is from Arklow Geraldine's Bally Money. He's picked up a knock and the referee is allowing I think it was just a clash, of, a clash of heads with yeah. Niall Hickey. It looked like the referee seemed to be saying it, but... 
he's down actually now he's gone down on one knee so maybe two of them just clashed yeah, the heads clash in the heads, middle I think yeah. he's indicated that the referee Bernard we all spoke about it Jerry McNally said it at half time Jared Dial said it you and Willie have said it and I think the listeners at home want to know it's a game that's lacking championship pace let's, let's call a spade a spade yeah look it's not as spicy as what you'd expect it to be you know Cardo a little bit lethargic in their attack you know, I said we have big lads inside. You've Colin Hulton well there to catch a ball. You've Dara Foley who seems to be out around the middle for some reason now at the moment. Um, you know, we've done it during the league. We kicked the ball direct into them, and you know it, it works. So we're trailing at the moment. You know, I'd like to see Carlo a little bit more direct, but definitely the two scores we missed there with Jordan Mercy and Ross Dunphy, we'd be very disappointed with those two misses. I think Niall Hickey was the man who he's okay. I think the medic was in, but Niall there, so I think he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. Carlos backroom team and Niall crew, of course, Ron and Jace, Robbie Malay and Victor Dial from Radville. Oh, the Wicklow man is still receiving a little bit of attention, John Paul Hurley. But this will suit Wicklow. Will he, in fairness to him, he's entitled to his attention. Uh, but it'll suit him because Carlo had a bit of momentum. They had the two shots on goal there. But Wicklow, however, have got the opening score in the second half. Kevin Quinn. Nice little player, isn't he? The ball, the Blessington man. Yeah, and found himself in great space. It was a good ball. Only for his hand and let him down. He could have been gone to the goal. And Carlo would have been under huge pressure then to get back into it. There's three points in the one, six to six points here. But Carlo just need to, you know, get players up the field if you look where Ross Dunphy is he's right in the, the centre back line you know Colm Hulton is out in the middle of the field we've nobody inside the Wicklow half I know we don't have possession but uh, how are we going to get the scores if we don't have players in the full forward line um, I know that the game has changed but Berner's right we need to get men up there we need to put the ball in uh, nice and early uh, we have good fielders of the ball in there but just not playing to the way they can at the minute Byrne. Yeah, is the change going to be made here I think it is 18 is coming on Craig Maguire is another man from Blessington he's coming on and yeah, the injured party is leaving the field. John Paul Hurley, Arklow Geraldine's Bally Money Man. A few years ago we were down here. They had a lot of players on the team as well. Seems to be just holding his jaw. He must have just yeah, run. JP yeah. Hurley has been replaced and it's sad for him to leave the championship game, but JP has gone off early. He's called JP down in that part of the world. But that is the uh, situation at the moment so 18 is in Craig Maguire from Blessington <coughs> here's the free for Wicklow Carol Furlong Carol defended it well Mikey Bambrick Dara Foley in the middle cross towards Josh Moore the Radville man moving it down to the middle of the park Niall Hickey is bottled up referee has said he's overheld it and he's overcarried it that was good tackling from Wicklow will he? yeah three players got in around him just stopped him and you know didn't allow him to play the ball he overplayed it and Wicklow turned it over and they're on the attack here again they're really putting lots of pressure on Caro in around the middle of the field yeah. So and Limerick have just won the Alliance National Hurley League final Division 1 2.20 to Limerick 15 points to Kilkenny so the green of Limerick is still flying high so Derek Ling well his objective was to get to the knockout stages of the league he did that to be fair in his first year as Kilkenny manager We'll be bringing you all their games in the Championship right throughout the summer, as with Carlo in the Championship and in the Talton Cup and in the John McDonough, of course. Now, play continues. 1-6 to Wicklow. Six points, Carlo. Six minutes into the second half. Wicklow have plenty of ball in the second half. Paul McLaughlin. Paul McLaughlin strays it down the far side of the park. Wicklow cut in across the 45-metre line. They're going from distance, but that's a poorly executed shot. It was a shot on goal, but it's going to bounce awkwardly here. Someone has to deal with it. Carroll have dealt with it. Niall Hickey has come on at half-time. Has dealt with it. Kildavon Clooney Gallman wins a free himself this time. He had a few good performances for Carroll any time he's got the chance, Niall. And now they're going to move it through Mikey Bambrick. But they're very deep, Carroll. Shane Clark. Carlos Kieran Moran, big man from Pal, took a bit of a dunt there, feels the pain as well, but he carried on and got the ball to Connor Doyle. 
Hunter sends it back over to the far side to Liam Roberts. Liam Roberts moves it quickly down under the stand side. The run will come from Colm Holton. Will he spot it and being deep? He's a lovely runner. Dwight flicks through a beautiful oh, ball. A little bit of a challenge there. Yep. The linesman see that. Is the ball going in and over the bar? No. It's a third wide for kept in. No, the umpire said it's wide. It's a third wide for Carlo. The referee is going for the pocket. There was a late challenge on the far side, but I think he's only making note of the number. Bernard, another chance gone to begging. Yes. Carlo had to work so hard to get that down the field, but no end result. Yeah, six wide of the game for Carlo to be very disappointed, and it's something we've seen during the league where we start tallying up the wides. You know, at this level, it's not good enough. We're better than that. And again, we spoke before the game about believing in themselves. And they just seem to be accepting it at the minute. They're their goal behind and just happy enough to go with the floor. Well, it is a goal kick for Wicklow. Mark Jackson sending it out towards the 45 metre line. They're gone short with it. And this man with it is Zach Cullen. And no one's setting the world on fire here. 1 6 Wicklow, 6 points, Carlo. Preliminary round of the Leinster Senior Football Championship. You're shooting the KCLR 96 FM. The heart of Carlock and Kenny with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Cone, a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com. And Willie, I have to call out the sponsor six times during the match and I started calling it there and the ball has still gone no further down the field. Yeah, so I might call it again. They're still uh, holding on to the ball. Wicklow trying to get it forward here but at the minute it's very pleasant and now they have a little bit of space they're driving forward here. Patrick O'Keefe. St. Patrick's of Wicklow Town. Lovely moving from Wicklow. This is much better football now. Back to Mark Kenny. Shot comes from outside the D. That's a good score. If no, it's, it's there, left and wide, Brendan. It's wide. It's a wide ball. It's poor. It's poor for championship football. It's not been played at championship pace, and the accuracy is poor. That's three wides, Carlo, in the second half. One wide, Wicklow, in the second half, and Wicklow about to make a substitution. Looks like Garrod Murphy from Anacurra. Uh, I think he's an Anacurra player. He's about to come in, number twenty-two. I'm not quite sure who's coming out. Oshie McConville has signalled the changes. Will he get it before? Kieran Cunningham kicks this ball from the 13 metre line. Oh, that's the situation. 7 and 12 look like going in the book. It looks like uh, 12 Shane Clark Shane for Clark. Carlo and 7 for. What about Clare beating Cork in the Munster Championship, Bully? If that's two yellows, has, he, has 7 got a black already? Did 7 go off with the black he did earlier on, didn't he? Quick loss substitution. So Garrod Murphy is in for Aaron Murphy on the Wicklow team. And one of the most famous men from Wicklow is not here today. The legendary PJ Tompkins. He's celebrating the birthday. 54 during the week, PJ. Wicklow Fire Brigade around putting out the candles during the week. Happy birthday, P. The changes that are being made here. Wicklow making another change here. And Oshie McConville ringing the changes. So two changes coming in here, Willie. Yeah. He's not, he's not yeah. messing around in fairness. Craig McGuire must There's have been a ball given away, though. Ball given away by Carlo. Well, it's dispossessed, and Boogie tried to get his hand in on it. He's done well. And so did Mikey Bambrick. He made a, a kind of a soccer challenge there, and he did really well. It's now with Josh Moore. And here come Carlo. Now, they need to get something from the end of this. They're motoring up through the middle of the park. Mikey Bambrick. No, he's, oh, giving he's it kicked away. it straight he's back to the fullback, the Paul McLaughlin. Everything was good, bar the pass. He had loads of space to run into, Brendan. He should have stayed going. Maybe he was a, is a little bit fatigued. And to be fair to him, he normally does, will he? Yeah. Here come Wicklock. Going to turn defence into attack. Oh, it's no, a wide terrible again. wide. This is really poor quality. Have to call a spade a spade. Nobody can score. It's poor quality, Bar. Yeah, the both teams will be disappointed when they look back at their stats there. Both teams have a chance of, of, of you know winning this game. It's in the palm of their hands, but the quality of the point kicking here today, like it's it's um, definitely below championship level. Certainly is. Carlo have the ball. 
He couldn't get up to be fair to Conor Doyle, but it seemed to be an illegal challenge, will he? So he's uh, illegally played the ball, but that's a hard thing for a fella to do, no matter whether you're Jack O'Shea or Conor Doyle or, or anybody. You know. Yeah, he dropped the ball. He was being, you know, he was being tackled, knocked to the ground, but he dropped the ball between his legs and he just he just lay there on it. So it definitely was a free. He overplayed it. And now our goalkeeper Mark Jackson, Wicklow's goalkeeper Mark Jackson, is coming up to take this one. Should be a little bit easier because he has a bit of a breeze behind him. So it's all about his accuracy. But we're 12 minutes into the second half. It's a championship game, and there's only one point in the game yeah. in the second half. It really sums up. And the, the second game. one coming probably possibly from the goalkeeper, the goalkeeper who has yeah. got a free already. So well, Kevin Quinn got the first one. Now he's dead straight in front of goal. He missed two in the first half, but he did score a cracker. He got one out of three in the first half. Here he goes. Sends this one down. Oh, oh, he's hit the hit post. The Could work out for Wicklow. No. No. Oh, oh, he was caught high, high there. Tackle. Liam Roberts picked up the pieces. He got caught there. It's going to be a free out to Carlo. So that's it. Uh, when they're not going over for that man, Bernard, he's normally put them over with his eyes closed. Yeah, come off the upright. In fairness, the man was awake there with Shane Boogie when the ball came down. He got a high tackle from number 22 who went in there. Yellow the card as just well. just gave me yellow there as well. I uh, don't think Glenn Ryan will have a sleepless night tonight, will he? No, I've seen, seen him in the stand when I was coming in there. So he's obviously... Ger McNally gave him a lift down, sir. He's doing a few notes <laughs> there, but uh, the winners of this have Kildare in the next round. Certainly have. Oh, Carl, I've given away the ball again and here come Wicklow. Chance here. Back to the young man playing at wing forward. He's a lovely, stylish footballer. His name is Mark Kenny. And Mark Kenny sends it in and gets his second point of the afternoon. One in the first half, one in the second. Wicklow extend their lead here in Ockram in the preliminary round of the Leinster Senior Football Championship. 1-7 to Wicklow, six points to Carlow. That's a four-point lead for Wicklow at the moment, Willie Quillen. The hill is getting a little bit higher for Carlo, but it's poor to say the least. Yeah, very poor. Unless something dramatically happens in the in the next couple of minutes, you know, Carlo uh, could be definitely out of the championship because Wicklow seem to be in control. They're putting them under pressure for the kickouts, and uh, we haven't. Uh, there's a ball that we've dropped. Wicklow turning over ball after ball in the middle, but it's Carlo just can't seem to get the ball into the full forward line to get their scores. Wicklow on the attack here again, Brendan. There come Wicklow, encouraged by their crowd. It's a lovely ball in They're going to go for a mark. The man done really well with the defender for Carlo, but Wicklow have it back. Won the breaking ball. It's with uh, 22, Garrod Murphy. He's done well since he's come on. And here's an advantage because Kevin Quinn had an arm wrapped around him, but he lets fly with the left peg. Now, why did the referee blow the whistle? Because that ball was heading towards the goal because he got the shot in. And if it had to go over, and if he misses the second chance, yeah, it'll yeah. be a controversial call. Keeper will come up again, will he? Or is he? No, he's thinking about it. He's not coming up this time, Brendan, after missing two or three, maybe. Carlos struggling, Bernard. They are, they're under pressure there now since the start of the second half, in, in fairness. Maybe a couple of changes by the line couple of subs in a bit more energy and see what happens but um, if they continue the way they're going to, they're going at the moment Brendan and I think we're in big trouble yeah the radar seems to be gone off course Willie isn't it compared to what we did see some of the positivity in the first half but I know Wicklow were always going to come back into the game to start it off slowly but uh, Carlo are a little bit rudderless at the moment yeah Wicklow seem to be flat in the first half but they're right back into it they're, they're after lifting their game they've got the first two points in the second half and Carlo don't seem to be able to break a tackle can't get the ball forward and uh, just can't get the scores with two wides in the uh, three wides actually in the second half so it's Wicklow with a free here change of free taker no goalkeeper yeah, coming goalkeeper's up this time not coming up yet he's that's uh, Owen Darcy man from Tinnahealy bit of a breeze behind him on the right foot and a great team back in the day Tinnahealy good strike of the ball he struck it well did he yeah, score it it's gone he's over. got it Owen Darcy yeah. sends it in sends it in and over the bar the late great Vincent Harvey was their coach back then and a few good lads there Richie Willoughby and PJ Turl Doc Hederman and the Darcys, great team back in the day. Here come Carlo, Kieran Cunningham, Bagnastown Galesman. Woof, reverse pass back to Shane Boogie. Shane Boogie with the foot pass out towards Liam Roberts. 
he does work his socks off this fella doesn't he Liam Roberts yeah he's a great player he gives you everything he has in, in fairness he's up and down he's a good tackler of the ball not the biggest but he's very very strong gets it to Jordan Morrissey Morrissey's ball out over the head of the runner Jamie Clark where Clark turns lovely inside John Paul Hurley John Paul Hurley sends a great ball down Clark does very very well Hurley didn't get it here's a goal chance Carlo now oh, oh, hit the crossbar hit the crossbar the shot came from Josh Moore he hit the crossbar the Radville man and I'll tell you one thing he's absolutely rattled it the post is still shaking but it's not to be for Carlo still remains 1-8 Wicklow 6 points to Carlo and that shot happening there in the 16th minute of the second half that could have been a turning point Bernard yeah, however we, it wasn't yeah we really needed that in fairness Clark coming up through the centre he's found a fantastic ball into Josh Moore and he got it on the left foot he was under pressure from the Wicklow defender and he struck it uh, high and hard and it hit the top left hand uh, post and out it came back again Wickley on the attack here now there's a bit of urgency about two teams now but there has to be because it's that's that stage of the game that's good defending Carroll but can they get clean ball and take it out Hickey has won the free Niall Hickey's done well since he's come on well he has a bit of height and he's strong Niall and he, he moves he's a good head yeah he got caught once in over, over playing the ball but done very well that time broke out with two or three tackles got a little tug on the jersey and it was a free but yeah, we need more we need Josh Moore getting forward he was very unlucky that time with the left, left foot a shot onto the crossbar if that goes in we're back into the game but we need the next the next score I would think Brendan being five points down Kieran Moore and get Jamie Clark Jamie Clark to Conor Dyle oh Conor's oh, caught high oh that's a high tackle Conor Dyle has caught high I don't know about Oshie McConville's putting his hands up for a high tackle is a high tackle might get away with an arm you won't get away with it down yeah, here yeah it's definitely a yellow card it's a high tackle lazy tackle he left the arm in just over the shoulder and it, they it, don't think there was any real malice no, just, just no. a bit just a bit lazy yeah no, he knew Conor Dyle was gone away from him so he just put the hand in and, and stopped them from getting forward here's a substitution for Carlo yellow card there for the number 8 is it Dean Healy Dean Healy I think has got that yeah so referee being consistent Conor was caught high there they're giving it a go, Willie, but it's just proven to be very difficult at the moment. But it's never easy win down here. But in the manner in which the game has been played, it's it's well below par for championship football. Yeah, definitely. For for both teams, really, in the first half. Wicklow have got into it a little bit better in the second half. They've got a couple of scores, but Carlo worked the ball into the forward lane and then just seems to break down on him. Kieran Moore coming forward here. Oh, one goal and eight points, Wicklow. Six points, Carlo. Here's Kieran Moore. Now he's caught. Still... Oh, Wicklow got everybody on them there Bernard had said it was 9-10 fellas go outside of them there they're hunting in packs Wicklow yeah at one stage there was 6 of them around them there you know when you're going in over the 45 you need to be letting the ball go and receiving it again he continued to carry it probably out of desperation more so and Wicklow just in numbers back there and he got blue for over carrying now Liam Roberts has been withdrawn will he and Dara Kern goes in now Dara Kern is a fine player but I don't think uh, Liam Roberts has done anything wrong no I think he's he's only just looking to make freshen it up a bit and make a couple of changes Dara Kern is a good footballer in fairness he's lots of pace that's Jonah Dunn 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 is wearing 18 yeah Yeah, it's Jonah Dunn it's Jonah Dunn it's in Ryland is wearing 18 that's who that is Wicklow driving up the middle here again coming through man on the spare is Wicklow's number seven, and if that's there, Carl are in trouble. No, he wait, has gone to the left and wide. Keane McDonald was the man with the shot. So it is Jonah Dunn, 18, is in on the Carlo team. Now that change has been made. Willie, what do you do? You're Niall Carew down there. What do you do? Like Wicklow are putting the foot to the pedal here, and they're getting men behind the ball as well as soon as Carlo get in, and they're blocking them out every chance. Yeah, you need, to, you need to change it. You need to put three in the full forward lane and try and get the scores. I mean, if you can't get up the field, it's already having the ball where they are. 
you know, plenty of possession. But if you're not going to get up the field to get the scores, well, then we're going to struggle. And at the moment, you can see there's no one in the full forward line. Dara Foley and Ross Dunphy are making their way up there now. But you'd like to see play three in the full forward line, get plenty of ball into them, see can we create a goal chance. And that's our only way back into it is to get a goal because we're five points down. doesn't look like we're going to outscore uh, Wicklow, you know, with the points. But So we need to go for a goal. Well, I confirm that it is John O'Donnell is in wearing 18. Dara Curran didn't come onto the field, so it is John. I confirm that. And the man that left was Liam Roberts. I see Eric Malloy is getting ready to come on now. Here comes Colm Holton. Two points in the first half. Inside the 45 he goes, lays it off to Shane Clark. Shane Clark back to Jordan Morrissey. Morrissey fancies a big one to send it in around the house. Up go Carlo, rising quickest, fisted away, but only out as far as Dunphy. Ross Dunphy has it, 3-4 Wicklow men on him. He had to turn back across towards Connor Dial. He's on the D, turns one of his left peg, Connor Dial sends it in. Oh, he's hit the crossbar again. Oh They're having no luck whatsoever, Carlo. It's come back off the post, Connor Dial, and that on the 19th minute of the second half. Willie, there's nothing going well for Carlo at the yeah, moment. Yeah, that's two off the, off the upright and the crossbar and you know you need everything going your way you need a little bit of luck and we're just not having the look at the moment but in fairness we did get more men forward we, we did you know we are trying to get to get those scores but just can't get them at the minute here come Wicklow Mylicky Stone the man that got the goal on the stroke of half time sprays the ball right over to the far side of the park Wicklow leading one goal and eight points to Carlo six points and that scoreline in itself Bernard is very disappointing for championship football surely is look there's uh, um, nearly 20 minutes gone in the second half there and we've still only six points registered on the board including the first half so Wicklow just on the up and up at the moment there's a big know. Gary up and under Gary Owen Kieran Moore yeah. you got that little like Hugo Keenan style facing back towards his own goal and he won the free and he's taken it quickly referee is very consistent isn't he he's very good yeah in fairness I think he's on the ball there today anything he's called he's been consistent with with number 23 just making coming on there now Eric, Eric Malai yeah, Eric is in Eric has a bit of pace about him Ross Dunphy's making way to the sideline Eric Malai is in Ross Dunphy being withdrawn and is it right, Willie, to take off? Not criticising Niles' decision or the selectors, though, but is it right to take off scoring forwards? I mean, you take off more or less a fella that's defending midfield area and leave on a fella like Dunphy that can get you a goal or a point. Well, because Eric Malay can get them as well. I'd never say Ross is a scoring forward, Brendan. Doesn't score enough he's more of a, not, not when you're playing corner forward. I mean, he'll score one or two points in the game, but if you look at the stats, he doesn't get three or four points in the yeah. game or a goal. But, uh, you know, they're there to make the changes and we're being turned over again here yeah. with Wicklow coming forward. They're well aware of the danger that Morrissey possesses and he was running forward and Morn has run a great ball at yeah. centre-back here on Morn. He's probably been the best uh, consistent player for Carlo today, definitely, in his position. He picks up a lot of ball. Here's Eric Malai. Eric Malai, back from injury, pulled the hamstring during the league, gets it as far as Colm Hulton. Colm Hulton, is it Carlos for score in the second half? It's a good score. Oh, it's a wide, wide ball. It's a wide ball. That's four wides and two off the crossbar in the second half. 1-8 to Wicklow, 6 points to Carlow. It's a second half that has only had 3 points scored in it and Carlow yet haven't scored in the second half and we've 22 minutes on the clock. It's very disappointing. Here come Wicklow, the full forward. He scored a few today. 3, Kevin Quinn, the man from Blessington, treads it in field towards Podrick O'Toole, the captain That's from Kiltegan. That's a great strike. If he sticks this oh, over, he'll lovely. be the talk of the town in Kiltegan. He sends it in, Podrick O'Toole and Wicklow are on the way to play Kildare. And I don't want to write Carlo off, but the way things are going, Willie, they've written themselves off. Yeah, definitely. They're not getting the scores. They're, they are creating a couple of chances, but no scores in the second half. Any championship game, whether it's you know uh, Division Four, two Division Four teams or whatever, is if you don't get them scores, you're going to really, really struggle. And Carlo just can't get them at the minute. Certainly not. It's that. Eric Malloy in the middle of the park. They were a little bit unlucky, to say the least. They've hit the crossbar twice and they've had those wides, but we should have been converted. Malloy turns and spreads it to the far side of the park. This is Jamie Clark. 
Jamie Clark on the 45 Wicklow again get men behind the ball Carla now still hold possession played back out towards Colm Hulton last man to have a shot for Carla back to Malloy all where it started he's between the 65 and the 45 knocks it across for this Mikey Bamber he'll have a go Mikey he loves to have a go here he goes Mikey Bambrick runs into a bit of a cul-de-sac Jersey was pulled back to Foley Dara Foley turned back onto his left now onto the right has to play it back to Bambrick Carlo still holding up Wicklow have got everybody behind the ball bar three players Carlo trying so hard to get inside that 45 metre line Shawnee Bambrick treads it in field can they get something here knocks it up towards Josh Moore gave a little ball off Hulton goes for the shot and is pulled from under the crossbar by Mark Jackson Another one goes a begging. They are getting chances, Willie, but they're not putting them away, oh, Carlo. We've turned it over again, though. Can we get something? Niall Hickey. Working their socks off, Carlo. Here's a chance. Clark on the far side. This has to go. He's it got is. it. And finally, Carlo have got a score from Jamie Clark. The man from Bagnallstown Gales. Well into the second half, I might add. 23 and a half minutes for Carlo to get their opening score in the second half. Wicklow lead by 1-9 to 7. Five points between them. The manner in which the game has been played, Willie, it looks like it could nearly stay that way. But, as bad as things are, they were a little bit unlucky as well. Yeah, they are unlucky. But definitely we're going to need a goal, really, to get us back into it. Because... You know, we, we see what happens in, in other games. As soon as we get a score, the other team can go down and get their score. And Wicklow uh, making a couple of changes here. Another change. And number 23 is coming on there, if I'm not mistaken. Tom, Tom Morn. And he's on for... Tom Morn is a third level man. Number five. So wing back. It's been taken off. Long kick out there by Wicklow. Carol Furlong is gone. So Tom Morn is in wearing number 23. For Wicklow, there's an advantage here on the far side, and here's an ideal opportunity for Wicklow. They can put the icing on the cake here. There's the shot from outside, the 45, it goes in, and it's gone over the bar. Owen Darcy from Tinnahealy sends this one in, and Wicklow underway to the next round of the Leinster Senior Football Championship at the expense of Carlow. This game brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey & Co. in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com. The kick-out comes from Kieran Cunningham. Carlo win it on the far side. There's an advantage being played here. Josh Moore gets it to Eric Malai. The two Radville men linking very well together. Lovely run, Josh Moore. Malai goes sprinting on his inside. He's a good runner with the ball. Moore, however, still has it. Back around to Holton. Colm Holton. He's going from distance. There's a hand on that. There could be a 65. Doesn't get to the end line. Out comes the keeper, Mark Jackson. He clears it over to his wing half back. And that's trumped downfield. And Wicklow have space in the middle of the park. And the Garden County supporters urge on their team as they lead by 110 to 7. Big ball downfield to the full forward, Kevin. Quinn, the Blessington man, back onto his right, he sends it across towards Garrod Murphy, and Garrod Murphy sends it in and over the bar for Wicklow the number 22, he's not on the field too long, he's got one, it's all one way traffic now Bernard Yeah, well, Carlo under fierce pressure in fairness they're just uh, the train seem to come off the rails there, Wicklow are pushing up on the kick outs, they just have to see more energy about them I suppose the goal just before half time knocked the stuffing out of Carlo, they didn't really come out in the second half in fairness, we only scored uh, a point and you know really it's not really good enough at this level so we'll see Wicklow will have Kildare by the looks in the next round Carlo again go downfield but Wicklow defend this one well again ball comes back out the field again though Brendan we're kicking the long ball into one one player against three I mean it's so easy for the full back just to knock it down Wicklow just sweep up and take it off and we're, we're not putting enough players into the full forward line to get the scores where Wicklow always have two inside the man looping around uh, they seem to have more about them and they're coming in the attack again looking for another score here 
They certainly are. They're busy now. Runners coming everywhere. The new man getting involved. This is Tom Morn. And the referee has spotted something over there on the far side. So he's giving Carlo a free out. They'll be happy enough with that one, Bernard. Free out, Carlo. Yeah, look, as I said, we're gone 26 minutes there at the minute. The clock is against us. You know, we really need to be getting a goal in the next couple of minutes if we're to stay in this game. You know, Carlo pushing ahead. Eric Millie on the far side of the stand just driving on there now with the ball as we pass the opposition's 45. Wexford 1-5, leash four points. That started at half past three here in, or three o'clock, I think. Half past three, Half I think. past three it started, yeah, here in Ockram. Wicklow lead Carlo, one eleven to seven points. And that's the story at the moment. Carlo go forward again. This is uh, Jamie Clark up as far as the 20 metre line. Working their socks off. Can they get something here? Now a goal. It'll give us a bit of vitality. Niall Hickey got towards the goal but it had to knock it back towards Clark and he sends it in. Chips it around the corner. Dangerous ball. Was Foley fouled? Referee says no. Took a bit of a dunt in there. Clashed with the keeper. Wide ball. Anything could have happened, Willie. A high dropping ball. Anything could happen. How many wides is that? You're looking at five in the second half and three in the first. So we've eight wides. They're starting to build up now. And only one point, as Bernard said, in the in the second half. It's yeah. not really good enough at championship pace. You think, you know, that they ch- change their game. Maybe put another man, an extra man. Maybe Morrissey in along in the full forward with Dara Foley. Two big men that can win their own ball. But um, I suppose they see it differently out there. But it looks like Wicklow are going to push on and win this uh, first round of the championship here, Brendan. Certainly were. Well, the were favourites to win here in Ockram. I think we have a change coming here as well. I think they know they have it in the bag now. They're ringing out the changes. I'm asked you a question and you didn't hear me earlier on, Willie, because we were in full flow on the commentary. Claire beat Cork in the Munster Championship. Yeah, I was watching that. Beat by, that's a big surprise because Cork looked a very good team in, in the league, but great win by Claire. Claire didn't uh, do a huge amount in it, but obviously got their game planned right on the day. Uh, you know, any day anyone can beat anyone in the Championship if you get it right, and they obviously got it right You know, today. So Cork will be very disappointed with that because their, their Championship is, uh, is practically over then. Colm Holton is furious with the referee. He went in for a challenge. Didn't look like he'd done anything wrong with the referee. Said he was a little bit over-robust. He's given Wicklow free. Bernard, as championship matches have gone, we've covered a lot. You've been at a lot before you worked with the radio. I've been at a lot. It's been poor fare. Ah, yeah. Look, at Carlo, as I said, they'll have to go back to the drawing board for the Talton Cup. They'll have to... But I'm not only speaking about Carlo. I'm talking about the contest in itself. It's a yeah, poor, look, it's the, poor two, the two teams are poor. I think, as I said, Glen Rainey's in the stand over there. They're playing Kildare next to the winners of this, which looks like Wicklow. I don't think he'll be too worried, to be honest with you. Um, going forward but standard alone you know it was poor for championship you, you think back over the years when we played Wicklow in the championship I'd go back as far as 96 myself when I was a young lad trust. and we played above in Newbridge and that like you know and it was always very little between them and everything but just Wicklow you know by far the better team here today but still by their own standards they've kicked a lot of wides themselves there they've nearly nine wides out clock for Wicklow so they'll be disappointed themselves as well with the performance but they'll take the win and be happy there's six minutes remaining it's 1-11 to Wicklow seven points to Carlow Wicklow scored six points in the second half Carlow scored one it's a very very poor return Willie Quinlan seven points and I know we can say they're unlucky to hit the crossbar and had wides and this that and the other but there's no great finishing but you worried about you worried about that all year that we weren't getting enough scores yeah definitely no. you need 2-14 two, two here's Wicklow on the attack and cover the goal here now. Oh, oh, his he handling was poor he fumbled it he's Kevin still popping Quinn. over the bar with the left foot can he turned it off he's left no it's another yeah, wide. Away. that's what I'm on about poor Willie you know you play Kildare you have to score them yeah the quality the quality has been poor but that has been Carlo uh, you know they've averaged 13 points 12 points in the league they've scored 7 here 
you know, in, in the probably 60-something minutes, and that's not good enough to win any match. Wicklow w- will be happy enough. I mean, after a tough game last weekend against against Ligo, they started off very poor. Carlo got ahead, but got a goal at halftime, just before halftime, and that put them in the driving seat, and they're still in the driving seat, and they look to be the one that's going to play Kildare in two weeks' time. Going to be a free into Wicklow. The man in the ball is Killian McDonald from Tinnahealy. Nice intelligent ball. He just switches the direction, Bernard. Sends it right over the far side. And a nice little run here for Finton O'Shea. Finton is an A-Rogue player. Ball back down the far side of the park. Wicklow coming back out away from the goal. They're leading by 1-11 to 7 points here. And we're into the last four minutes here. <laughs> Everything is going Wicklow as well now, Willie. That could have went anyway. But the man was off balance and he got a bit of a dunton. Carlo just falling apart at the moment. Yeah, it looked like Conor Doyle was fouled, obviously, but <laughs> the referee is closer than us. But then uh, Shawnee Bamber came in and fouled uh, their midfielder. Would look like a hefty enough shoulder, but it's a free into Wicklow and everything is falling into place. And they've won 11 on the board to seven points. I did say at the start I thought Wicklow win by three or four, but I didn't think I thought Carlo would score more than seven points here, Brendan. Uh, well, you have to score more than seven points in any game. Seven points wouldn't win a junior B match in a local championship, yeah. never mind a Leinster championship game. Uh, but that's not a criticism on the lads. You can only play what's in front of you. Wicklow have been the better team. But in fairness, Gerard Dyle's point at the start was valid. When Carlo owned the ball in the first 20 minutes of the match, they didn't put enough away. Yeah, we weren't decisive enough. We weren't pushing forward enough. You see Wicklow with the wind, they're looking to get the ball in there first time. This could be a goal, no keeper oh, does very, very well. Holds really on to it. well yeah. Um, we didn't get a, enough forward with the wind in the first half. We were very slow. We're, we're happy enough to hold the ball around Ooh. the middle of the field. Another high tackle with Conor Dyle driving forward. But yeah, he's been in a good old shift yeah, today, hasn't in he? In fairness, Wicklow put them under pressure coming out of the back line. They're trying to get tackles in. They are fouling, but it's just slowing down the game. So it really it suits Wicklow that the game has been stop start. And they, you know, they're the ones in the driving seat. And they'll be very happy at the minute. Oshie McConville has done a really good job since he came here what, last year. What has changed since the league match in, in February? I know it's earlier in the year, Burnham's first night. What has changed since now? Well, in fairness to Wicklow, you know, after the drawn match with Carlo, they had some good wins. They beat Leash as well, and they got promoted out of Division Four. Where Carlo ended up, you know, a third last from the bottom. So, momentum and confidence with Wicklow, you know, especially being up in Croke Park last week playing as well. So, they just seem to be just that level ahead of us at the minute here, Wicklow today. And, and you know, as a Carlo person, as I said earlier on, you're hoping in your heart that Carlo could put in a good result here, and it's not. You know, not giving out the lads in the pitch. No, they're, they're capable of playing good football, but it just hasn't happened. It definitely hasn't happened today, and as I said, they'll be bitterly, di- bitterly disappointed within themselves as well as the supporters that travelled there. Yeah, well, here they go, looking for probably what's going to be a consolation score at this moment in time, but that's Wicklow defending very, very, very well. And uh, they're going to hit Carlo on the counter-attack. Everyone is out, look, everyone is out. Keeper Everyone's is out keeper too. Keeper is out. Ball is kicked forward. Wicklow are going to score. Wicklow are, are, are they? They're going to score a goal. It's all over. Wicklow put it into the back of the net. Owen Darcy. Carroll got caught. They brought everybody forward. That's what happens when you do that at this stage of the game. And the man from Tinnahealy has got 1-2 for himself today. And that was one that when you look at the Sunday game tonight, well, <laughs> Ray McMenamin is producing up there. And uh, while you look at that one tonight, Willie, that will be talked about. But I think the pattern in which the game will be played will be very much talked about tonight as well. But 2-11 to seven points in Ockram and we are now one minute from the end of normal time it's a hammering for Carlo now yeah without a doubt I think the, the difference and you're talking about the difference in Carlo and, and Wicklow in the start is uh, Oshin McConville is the difference I think he's been there he's done that he's won in All-Ireland with Armagh he's won a club championship um, 
with his his club up there as well. But uh, he he's he knows what it's about, and they've pushed on. We've stayed exactly where we are. If you think of it that night in Netwatch Cullen Park, we should have won the game, could have won the game, didn't win it. We got a draw, but Wicklow have pushed on to a ne- the next level, and we've stayed exactly where we are. So and they got promoted as well. Yeah, Wicklow got promoted, which is a, an added bonus to them. And uh, they had a, a really tough match last week, which is you know done really well today because you look at yesterday. Uh, Kildare against Offaly last weekend had a really tough match and just their legs weren't at it uh, last, last yesterday against Carlo. Carlo had a, a convincing win but Wicklow had done really really well today their convincing win is 2-11 to 7 points and uh, Carlo will have to perform now in the Talchin Cup here Yeah and that's starting in the middle of May but what happens between now and then because last year they came out of the loud game after performing much much better and didn't win and Niall kept the lads together but a defeat like this doesn't help any team will he? No it definitely doesn't help for your, for your confidence alone and uh, that there's something that's going to have to change whether their game played or pattern I know this is the, the players are there the players are working really really hard we spoke to Niall on numerous occasions and he said they were, they're a great bunch of lads they really st- stick together with and each they other are. yeah they are in fairness but our game plan is just not working it hasn't worked today and it didn't work in the league Brendan well, there's Dara Foley Great sending score. him on it's a yeah. super score but Never it's let a you down. too little too late he's rock solid in all those dead ball situations but we're into out of time now in Auckland Bernard Carlo disappointing disappointing game overall Wicklow won't be disappointed we will be disappointed if Wicklow do be Kildare because everyone in Kildare or Wicklow will be texting so what were them three fellas talking about <laughs> down in Auckland but uh, it's, hard, it's hard to see isn't it well look I suppose in the second half there we've got two points there uh, Dara just kicking the last one over there so really you know in championship you know two points really isn't good enough in fairness at half time we had six points they had one five in the first half they're after getting one six in the second half so they've really turned the screw Wicklow in fairness and by far the better team here today and deserved winners which they will be certainly so 2-11 Wicklow 8 points Carlo only 2 points in the second half maybe they'll get another consolation score Clarkie comes forward Shane in as far as the man wearing 18 for Carlo that's it 12 has gone on ball Shane Clark was he brought down outside the 20 metre line he definitely he was. was yeah he was, he was brought down and Jonah Dunn was the man that carried it forward initially so Dara is going to have a free here. It will be a consolation score. There's no point in going for anything else. The referee is going to have a word with the Wicklow man. All in all, Willie, while we're here for Casey Lorick, Carlucky Kenny uh, Radio, uh, we've a lot of listeners in Wicklow. We're not too far away. We've great friends in Wicklow. We got really treated with a great friendly atmosphere down here today. Wicklow have had a few fine performances today in what was a poor enough game. There were some nice individual performances, but collectively they've done well. They, they set out to do a job and they've done it to perfection. Yeah, you can see Quinn, uh, Kevin Quinn in the full forward line. He's kicked four points, three, three from play, one from a free. Dara sends over that uh, one as Dara's well. Dara's got another score another free but uh, Owen Darcy's got a, a goal and two points in their back their corner back came up Mal- Maliki Stone and he got a great goal just before half time so overall Wicklow more balanced they have a better structure they're, they're moved the ball really quickly into the full forward line and it has to be done Carlo slow getting it you know, in, into the full forward line just don't have enough scoring forwards and that seems to be our problem for the last couple of years you know we, we're missing I won't say we're missing but a lot of players dropped off in the last number of years and we just can't replace them Brendan No it's not, a, not an easy thing to do here's Connor Dial. he's putting a fair old shift I said it already Connor. Well able to move, well able to play football. Oh, he was caught behind again. that time. Oh, the referee didn't give him a free that time. That's the only mistake the referee no, has made. That's, that's, that's a, a poor call. Yeah, yeah dragged by his arm. I know yeah. it won't make a difference. It's no, still 2 11. It's a poor call, though. Yeah, definitely was a free. Yeah. Carroll have the ball back. Niall Hickey. Back downfield to the far side of the park. Man in possession. Dara Kern. They'd get in there, didn't spot him going in. Fine player, Dara. 
Here they come, Carlo. They're going looking for a goal as a consolation. They're going to take a point. Their chances they got in the start of the second half. They've reeled off a few consolation scores. It puts them into double figures. But I think that could be game, set and match. 38 minutes played here in Ockram. The referee is looking at his watch. The referee is Barry Tiernan. That's the only mistake he made, Willie. But look at Carlo still got a score over there. Yeah, they got a score. It, it, it was a mistake. He definitely pulled his hand. I don't know why he's going back to him, but Connor is probably protesting. But it definitely was a free. If he puts uh, Connor Dial now, that's a, that's a, that's not a fair booking. Yeah, no, it's not. Connor Dial is, is entitled to plead his case. He was pulled from behind. He's entitled in, to plead in fairness, his case. In fairness to the referee, he was coming from behind the play. He probably actually. I couldn't think his see. angle was wrong, Willie. Yeah, he probably yeah. angle. He couldn't see exactly what happened. Well, if I was Connor Dial, I'd be very disappointed. Yeah, that, that's, he, a, that's a harsh. He, he is disappointed. He is That's disappointed. a harsh yellow card. Yeah. And the referee is never wrong, by the way. Yeah, no, it, is, it was a yellow. He obviously for protesting, but it, de- it definitely was a free. He felt he should have had a free, and he, he should have had it, but the referee just didn't see it in the, where he was in the wrong place. Was the linesman looking or listening to yeah, the radio? Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> oh, Kieran Moran is after. And there was no malice in that. He jumped and he just caught the, the r- a wrestling tackle, was it, Will? He jumped up on it. I think it was a high <laughs> knee that went into his back, actually, lads. You might say it wasn't, wasn't on it, but it looked like a, a high knee high in the back here. from the back from, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, he definitely went through him. Well, it won't be extra time. It won't be penalties. It's Wicklow going to advance to play Kildare in the next round of the Leinster Senior Football Championship. It's 2-11 to Wicklow. It's 10 points to Carlow. And I'll tell you how disappointing it was. There's a lot of people leaving this ground from about 20 minutes before the final whistle is due to go. And it should go as the man Mark Jackson steps up to have another potted goal he's just inside the 65 in the Carlow half of the park kicking towards the clubhouse end a big thank you to Dan Morrissey and Co and the League of Their Own for their kind sponsorship for today's game with the full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see danmorrisseyandco.com here's Jackson will he be concrete on this one drills it straight down the middle that ball is in Ratrum I think he's kicked it so far it's gone in and over the bar final kick of the game referee should be blowing the full time whistle disappointing afternoon for Carlow football 2-12 Wicklow 10 points Carlow the ball's kicked out we're continuing on Willie Quinlan yeah he's alone at play obviously he's a minute maybe for a couple of injuries that he has alone during his injury time but uh, Wicklow full value for the win they definitely deserve to win They're, they were the better team on the day Carlos still trying in fairness they're trying to drive this man Mikey Bambrick's trying to get forward every chance he can but it's just not hasn't been there there Brendan no it certainly hasn't Conor Dyle rises for the ball it's a touch on it breaking ball goes towards Hulton Colin Hulton back around the corner comes Niall Hickey throws it up into the air no. I think it was a shot for a point but it's going to go too strong and that could be the final passage of play I don't know what he's left on the watch he looks at it again it's all over Wicklow win this one a very disappointing contest to say the least here in Ockram but Wicklow won't be disappointed they've won this one on the scoreline of 2-12 to Carlos 10 points Carlo only scoring 4 points in that second half well for Wicklow they scored 1-7 in that second half Willie best team won the game poor enough game all round we said that 2 or 3 times they'll mark John, but I don't think Glenn will be overly worried but I have to credit Wicklow they set out to do a job they've done the job and for Carlo, it's the Tolson Cup yeah well, Kildare have been hot and cold in the championship as well before we remember we were in Tullamore when Carlo yeah. turned them over so Wicklow you know they, they have their win under the belt they have promotion they're going in the right direction they, they had a good league final last weekend they've put 2-12 on the board we did say 2-14 Carlo would have to, to win the game they've got 10 points their average has been 10 or 12 in, in each game and that's their biggest problem they just can't get the score a poor start to the championship for, for both teams but Oshie McConville and Wicklow will be very happy in pushing on to the next round to have a game under their belt and they look forward to playing uh, Kildare and th- th- under no illusions Kildare will be favourites um, to, to have that experience of playing at the, at the next level obviously but uh, Wicklow 
already have had a very good year of promotion. First, first round win in the championship and uh, full value for the win today, Brendan. Yeah, momentum. You can't beat it, Bernard. Win a league final last week. They got promoted, had a bit of momentum and they went to the next level, as Willie said. So you can't fault that. Yeah, 100%. Look, the Carla players in the backroom team and I suppose the supporters that travelled here today, they'll be bitterly disappointed. You know, more so the players themselves. And look, I know we're here doing the job for the ready. We can be a little bit critical, but they did give it all. They just weren't good enough on the day and... Wicklow, the way they set up in the back line, they were very hard to break down. We did have a bit of a purple patch in the first 20 minutes, but after that was lights out, we couldn't get near them at all. And you have to give credit to Wicklow. They have a big game now against Kildare. And uh, the Carroll lads just may have a look at themselves and dust themselves down and, and get on into the Talton Cup and see how we get on. It's going to be hard to motivate lads, isn't it? I know they're, Niles, that they're a great bunch of lads in the air and we're not criticising them. It's just that you said it. It wasn't to be, but they're a great bunch of lads. They will be bitterly disappointed. They'll be hurt. So there's a bit of regrouping needed here. Yeah, look, they'll have to look at themselves, as I said, and they'll have to just knuckle down and, and, and see what they'll have to do. I'm sure they will come back and perform a bit better, but, you know, 10 points, and they struggled. We only got to four points there. We got one point straight away in the second half. We got three in the last five or six minutes. It's not consistent enough, and that's no disrespect to, to the lads. They're trying hard in there, but Wicklow today, the way they set up there, they got into the game after 20 minutes, as I said, and from there on in, they were cruising. Like they knocked up 1-7 in the second half, 1-5 in the first half, a total of 2-12. Is it enough to be Kildare? I probably don't think so, but, you know, Carlo really have to look at themselves and see what game or, or what way we're going to perform in the Talton Cup and switch things around a little bit Yeah and to silence some of the strong players as well because really, you'd normally see Jordan coming through penetrating runs they got the grips with them and every time they got inside Connor went to good runs Bambury came forward Mikey anybody that came forward Wicklow enough men goal side closed down and turned over a good few balls and got a right few frees out in the second half for Carlo with a few slight indisciplines in the second half Yeah as well. the, the one thing the one thing they did during, during the league um, Oshie McConville was at a couple of Carlo matches when, when Wicklow weren't playing so he knew exactly you know who, who to target and who to keep by it and he knew if he obviously stopped Morrissey from getting forward and didn't get the ball into Dara Foley and we didn't didn't give away that many frees like Dara got two frees today and uh, two points from play so he scored four four points altogether normally Dara picks up eight or nine eight or nine frees so they didn't give away them frees that they, that they normally pick up so it's all about uh, having a look at the other team and nullifying their, their better players and that's what Wicklow done exactly today they stopped our better players from getting forward from getting the scores they got lots of men behind the ball got in some great tackles and got some good scores of their own so uh, fair play to Wicklow they push on to the next round against Kildare you have a few stats Bernard yeah look shots from play there today uh, 24 for Carlo um, which is 10, no, it's 10 not converted too, yeah we converted 7 out of that this is from play Brennan yeah. so 29 just under 30% which isn't good enough we got 3 frees then to make up the 10 points so it's really it's not good enough in fairness you know, shots from play then for uh, Wicklow was 17 to score 10 uh, which is 60%. You know, to so we more, more shots and goal. Yeah, but to be probably up at the best, Brennan, you'd want to be getting 70, between 70 and 80% from play conversion rate. And that's just so something that we need to work it? on. Can't yeah. more shots yeah. and goal. Yeah, and more shots and goal, but just couldn't consist them. Right, this, this is something that I'm looking at every inter county team, except for Carlo. After the game, we seem to have a little chat. We walk to the dressing room and go in. The Wicklow players that haven't really played much of the game, they run, they run them for 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. It's happening in all during the league. All sports. I, I don't know why we're not doing it. I'm, I'm looking at every single inter-county team that the game is over. If you're not involved more than 15 minutes, you do your 20-minute well, like, run. I spotted that before the game as well. Wicklow were doing completely different. Yeah. Now, you yeah. don't have to copy what the other one does, but it's just looked a little bit that Carroll looked a little bit looked more and more than relaxed coming out on the field at the start of the match. And I, I, to be honest, I didn't like the look of it. Yeah, you actually said that even before the commentary came on, that you didn't look, look the, the body language and yeah. everything but um, 
t- today I, I expected Wicklow to win by three or four points they ended up winning uh, by, by six or seven in fairness they probably were they were favourites they won overall. by eight they won by eight yeah they had their, their league final last weekend they're absolutely on a high after being promoted in Division 3 so they were the better team but as Bower said Carlo just have to uh, start looking at their game plan looking at uh, maybe bringing in one or two other players it's, 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 it's a difficult we're in a difficult position we're still in Division 4 um, you know and the, the biggest thing is to get out of Division 4 and play a higher standard of football that we're looking for the last couple of years and stay, try and stay in Division 3 at the minute we look like a Division 4 team and that's the way we play today Brian. OK we'll have a chat with Gerard Isle here the PRO of the County Board Ger, you're disappointed because I know you're a true and true Carlin man and you're originally not too far from the Wicklow border but it wasn't to be it wasn't good enough and then Bernard gave the stats there we had more chances in goal more shots in goal but Wicklow more clinical lost by 8 points in the end and it's a bit of a hammering to be said at least Well I'm a bit lost for words myself now because you know like if you compare the game today with the one yesterday the, the hurlers went for the juggler from the start yeah. Went for goals, they tore into the opposition, they, you know, it was blood and thunder from the very start, championship fair, and they got they were up for it and they went for it. You know. Quickly were there for the taking the first twenty minutes, carried loads of chances, just didn't go for it, you know. And I know I don't want to be critical there. Like the great bunch of lads have put in savage effort in training, doing everything that the management want them to do, really, you know, behave themselves really well, preparing very well and good management team that they, they, they want for nothing in terms of preparation. But, you know, at some stage, you have to go for it, you know? Yeah. Do, do you think, Joe, we're playing it safe by playing the sweeper from the start that we're kind of giving the opposition a bit too much respect? Or well, it all depends. If you're playing Dublin, you play a sweeper from the start because you you're, you want to stay in the game for as long as you can and, and to damage limitation from the start. Uh, but against someone, another Division 4 team like Wicklow, why would you want to do that? Like you, It's not as if they carry that huge of a threat. Uh, if you take them on and see where that takes you... Uh, you know, you can achieve a lot. I think if you if you show a bit more ambition and uh, go for it, like from the, from the very start. You know, it's just frustrating because you know early on we were the better team. We didn't put the scores on the board, and uh, just wasn't to be. It wasn't to be. But like the goal before half times, it was a killer as well because we had yeah. played so well in the first half. Uh, we should have been comfortably ahead at half time, and to go in behind by two, two points, points yeah. at half time. You know, haven't played fairly well in the first half at least. Uh, you know, it's it's frustrating. Like when Niall Carew came in uh, originally, he was f- playing a lot more attacking football, and I really welcomed that. You know, uh, but we've gone back into our shell a bit now. Um, I don't know why, and I just don't think we're, you know, we've, we've moved on. Wasn't like a championship match, sure, was it? Well, it well the intensity, the intensity wasn't there. No. Like I think it was up to Carlo to bring the intensity because we they were obviously favourites, and we had to rattle their cage a bit and, and get stuck into them. Um, I think that's what you have to do if you're the underdog. You have to let the team you're playing know they're in a game, and um, you know, you know, make them have to lift their own game to, to meet the challenge that you're throwing at them. So oh. you just throw the kitchen sink at them and, and see where it takes you. Like, okay, I mean, well, there's a few weeks to go to the Talton Cup. You said it's starting in the middle of May, so Carlo can look forward to that. But the big thing is now is to keep these lads who are being unified and the great group under Nile to keep them together and give it a run because they did compete very well in the Talton Cup last yeah, year. Yeah, so. I think they're they're capable of. An awful lot more. Like yeah. they did play well. Like, look at what they did against Tipperary last year in the Talking Cup and Westmead, and that was where they were take, adopting a, f- a more positive approach. I think, you know. So, like, I think the positive approach, like at least you feel you got value for money. They've given it everything. Whereas the safety first approach, you just feel so frustrated that it's it's a case of what might have been if we'd gone for it. You know. Okay, Joe. We can look forward to Kerry next week for the hurlers. Anyway, yeah. you'll probably head down there. Um, um, 
it was a great win yesterday, but uh, it has to be followed up now. Of course, like you're only as good as your next game. People have, all, uh, have often said you're, you're only as good as your last game. But I think you're only as good as your next game because uh, you, uh, whatever's gone is gone, and it's not. It's, it's, you have to move on and deliver again on, a, on the next stage. But like, at least they're buoyed up now, and they're going to go to training this week, and they're going to be very. Uh, you know, on a high, going down to Kerry, and they're a sensible enough bunch of lads and a good management team that will keep them grounded. They won't get carried away by the win yesterday. They, they're very focused now. Okay, thanks for that, Ger. Before we do go, Martin, I know we have with Ger McNally on standby. Ger, just a quick word, disappointing, and uh, Nash will be an interesting read, but Carla disappointed a week, lot of better team. Yeah, you, you said a lot there. It's supposed to scoring rate really is the key thing. To, to only score one point in 35 minutes of play in the second half after only scoring two in the last 22 minutes of the first half uh, before those three points in injury time uh, right at the end when the game was gone is, is very disappointing. And, and you know, Carlo got some of those scores early in the second half when there was a couple of wide kicks. It could have been a different game. The game was still tight enough at that stage, but once those chances went to the wayside, it was always a hard ask then. Okay, well, listen, Ger, thanks. We have to bail out of Ockram. Thanks for your input today. We look forward to reading the paper during the week and well done and everything over the last number of weeks as well. Thanks to Ger Dial, PRO of the Carlow County Board. Thanks to Willie Quinlan on analysis, Bernard uh, Horahan on stats uh, with us here this afternoon also and his part in our commentary. It hasn't been a good day for Carlow. It's been a good day for Roshan McConville and Wicklow. The final score here in Ockram with thanks to Dan Morrissey and co in a league of their own. Wicklow, two goals and 12 points. Carlow, 10 points. From Brendan, Willie and all the gang, Bernard in Ockram. We'll hand back to the studio. KCLR Live Sport. The Leinster GAA Senior Football Championship Round 1. Wicklow versus Carlow. With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. DanMorrisseyandCo.com.